Podcast episode three. This is show of the regular 2014 regular season, that is. And this is sh- show 145. We've gone through 145 of these suckers. My hat's off to you guys. And that is, t- as usual, to my left, I've got Houdini. Across the way from me, I've got Dogmatica. I'm D Rex. We are Pyromaniac.com. And obviously, we got two weeks down in the season. We're not going to cover too much of the stuff in the rearview mirror. You can go and check out box scores and go see this information on TV and blah, blah. So we're going to really focus on week three for you so you guys can focus on the matchups and how to make your team and set up your team the best to win this week. And this episode is called Let It Be in Week Three. Uh, good times. You know, it's, it's a weird thing that we'll kind of cover quickly that's happening in the NFL. A lot of injuries. Uh, a lot of running backs. You know, two weeks in. The NFL's nuts right now. <laughs> you know, I recall it was kind of like that last year. It was either also injuries or guys just underperforming from the top positions. I think that that seems to be a common trend. I think it happens almost every year, which is why we always say your game, your 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 whole season's not lost if, with a bad pick in the first first round or the second round because so many people lose their first and second round picks. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you, last year in in our main league that we we played in together, D Rex, uh, the guy who won it all. Lost his first round pick for most of the season. Aaron Rodgers. He made up for it with, uh, I think, uh, Jay Cutler for a little bit, but Cutler was down for a bit. He made up for it with McCown. The, the NFL has gotten to the point where it's almost interchangeable. You can throw anybody in there. Uh, running backs are almost a dime a dozen nowadays. Yeah. And if you, I got to tell you right now, uh, this is something that I did in my main league. I loaded up on running backs. After what happened last year, why wouldn't you? You know, you know these guys are going down. I, I don't care how stable you think they are, they're going down. If you don't have a good line of running backs behind them, or, or at least good replacements like uh, the Nile Davis, you know, for the for the Jamal Charles, yeah. you know, or the maybe the Donald Brown or something for for Ryan Matthews or something along those lines. I'm not going to say to draft Matt Asiata or anything like that for AP, but you got to have these guys. You got to have some guys in your stable to be able to replace them. Well, it also depends on your league. Does your league have a larger bench spots? Do you have a lot of bench spots? True, or is true. your league, you know, I'm in some leagues where you got five bench spots. 
So you that in those leagues, and that's where you get a lot of times. I, we get a lot of these questions that are sent to us, and it's like, well, should I drop this guy and pick this guy up? You know, and it, it, we're talking about dropping guys of like the Randall Cobbs or T.Y. Hiltons, or we're talking yeah. Tory Smiths, and slow like, down, slow down a little bit here. It's like I know that these guys put up great numbers, and it's, but it's, if it's a short bench like that, you know, th- that's one that you. But that's also where don't get so attached emotionally to a player too. Be willing yeah. to drop a guy, yeah, because you may need to if you if you you know. But I like to be adapt and adaptable to get excited about guys that I think have some real benefit to going for for a season. But what I do do maybe maybe to my detriment is I don't get caught up in all these free agents and just pouncing on Rainey now and pouncing on. I mean, I think Nile Davis is the kind of guy I do like. Because watching him, it looked great. You know, Niles, the Niles Paul looked excellent. Mm-hmm. Game watching him, I mean, the dude looks like a friggin' beast. He's the cover of our Larry, pickup Larry piece. Larry also as a Danell's is, is put two, yeah, two yeah. games back to back. I like to think of a guy that can do. But to your end, that you were talking about on a lot of the questions we're getting, keep asking them. We're all for it. But a lot of you guys are just kind of going, "No, should I pick this guy? Should I do this guy? Don't make moves." To make moves and to show people that you're on top of it and working hard and making moves, you know, focus in, filter them out, make some good moves, some strong moves that you like, but don't every week be like ushering in the guys that just scored last week and bumping down other guys that you might have drafted uh, with, with with hopes that they could be. It's week two. I think that's that's the key. I think a lot of the time of what it is is a lot of those guys probably either won their first week matchup or maybe they lost now. And now it's this, oh, my God, what do I do? It's like, I know in, I, in my six leagues, I had uh, two, two of them last week, that I, or three of them that I started out with a loss in. Well, I picked up wins this week. So now all of a sudden, everything, how you look and how you feel about your team changes yeah. when you get that victory. And it's not all gloom and doom. I need to replace this guy and whatever. And you also see how some of the guys that were the, the big shiners from last week, uh, Alan Hearns, Hearns, shut down in week two. They so. hurt. <laughs> yeah, know. Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, insult, yeah. uh, injury. I, I fully agree with you, D-Rex. Do not jump on just anybody. Do a little research. If you're going to... If you're going to jump on somebody, make sure that this is a guy who's really going to make a difference for your team at some point besides the next one week. Because if you only have a limited amount of pickups, which most teams do, or most leagues do, you, you got to pick and choose your, your spots to jump on somebody. And at least have seen the guy play. You know, a lot of these guys that you're picking up, you're reading the stat line, you're in the box score, you're seeing all this buzz, someone's down, this guy stepped in. and you know, Watch the games enough, or watch... Um, you know, go back and watch the uh, ESPN and, and, and watch just even you know the the highlights of it. But you got to see these guys firsthand before you just start putting two of them on per per week on your team. And another thing about that is, if you overmanage your teams, you are cha- you you make more. You're going to slot that guy in next week just because you're going to be going on this week's points. Then. Doug, you know, Rainey's gonna that Rainey's your guy, and Doug Martin will probably play next week, and we'll talk about that game. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh man, what happened? I thought Doug was up. You didn't even watch Rainey play. You didn't even really read the, read what was going on with Doug Martin. You just had to be the guy that got the best, one of the best players in the waiver wire. So make you can you're, you can like kind of rub it in the rest of your league's face. Yeah, I got him, and now it's just a headache. Because you, you it, the most important aspect of that when you're chasing these guys that have the great game was it because a guy is injured. And how long is that guy going to be injured yeah. for? That's the biggest. Why is Niall Davis so much a better pickup right now? Because 
Number one, they drafted him as, as a high running back when he came out a couple years ago. He's in an offense that is built for a running back. They still that's still the best player on that offense. Yeah. And Charles is going to be out for a while. So Yeah, and if you've seen what I mean, because Charles has missed um, over the last couple of years, like I think it's like two and a half games or three games. And in those games that Niles Davis started, he has six touchdowns. Huh. Six touchdowns and like ninety-seven plus total yards per game or something like that, or rushing yards per game. Um I mean, he's a beast, and he really is. If you watched what he did, yeah, it's like, great. He is. He's an awesome fucking player. If he was on any other team, he'd really he'd either be starting or you know in the same situation. I guess. Well, he will be somewhere yeah. once his rookie contract comes up. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think he's going to do well enough, and they're going to realize they just got to kind of keep if they have playoff hopes. Uh, they got to keep uh, Charles a little bit uh, less banged up, and they can't just go work, 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 work. So I think regardless, that when he comes back, this is going to eat into um, Charles. But we'll talk we'll, about yeah, we'll that game. That. And, yeah. and uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get right into the Thursday night game, and that's going to be the Buccaneers are traveling to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Guys, let's do ourselves a favor on this game. <laughs> let's set it up early. I'd rather have to drag it out to reach one of our, our milestones of, Let's say two hours and 20 minutes or something for this podcast. Um, let's get through this game fast. I gotta, can I start that? Yeah, yeah. You remember how you asked me? Uh, you're a guy that does all these dynasty leagues. You're in six leagues. How can you do it? you got guys on every team. I have nobody on the Buccaneers. i got nobody on the Falcons. That's how it works because there's a lot of guys that I won't draft, and this game is full of a lot of them. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't have a single player on either of those teams either. I don't That's the strangest thing. You don't either? I don't either. Uh, that, that's oh, then we shouldn't spend a lot of time talking no, about this I mean, game. No, no, not just because I listen. <laughs> I don't have any. No, because we don't, none of us have emotional why. attachment to any of the players in this game. So. Matt Ryan wasn't going to have a good week last week. First of all, it was away in, in Cincinnati. Not an easy game to, to, to go through right there. Cincinnati has a great defense. I think people overestimated uh, what he could do off of his first week matchup against New Orleans, who he's played. Uh, you know, 10, 12, 14 times in his career already. A uh, whole different situation. Not Going into Cincinnati, either. who's a great uh, a great defense. This week, it's it's going to be a different story. First of all, Roddy White is a little bit banged up. Um, but they have the compliment and coming in, if needed, Harry Douglas, which is fine. He'll be fine this week going against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has one great corner who will probably try and stick to Julio Jones a little bit. Julio will still beat him. Who is it? Uh, 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 Vernon, uh, what's it, what's his freaking name? Uh, the, anyway, the the, the great Alteron Werner. Yeah, yeah, the, he's on Tampa Bay now, isn't he? They signed from Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you Verner. go. Werner. Werner. He's gonna. Tr- he'll try and stick with uh, Julio. Is my guess. Uh, he won't be able to do so. Uh, Julio will have himself a, a fine game. I don't think it'll be outstanding. Roddy will have himself a great game if he plays. He's probably going to be out of practice. He was out of practice today. Probably skip practice tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow being Wednesday. And he'll play Thursday. He doesn't need to go through those practice reps very much. He's a little bit older. They already said, hey, he doesn't really need to do practice. He can get in the game and just be fine. I, I think that Atlanta's going to be on top of this game. Uh, if you want to even start uh, Steven Jackson, I think he won't even have ter- a terrible game. Uh I watched the, watched the games with Houdini on, on Sunday. Every time it touched Jackson, he said, oh, my God, this guy's so over the hill. He, he just, he's, he's he done. He, he's he done. He's horrible. He's hey, done. He's, he's I'll done. I'll tell you he's, one thing. He, 
the wear and tear of those years in in, in the Rams. Like every th- it touches, it's not even his hands yet. And Houdini's just like he has oh, he has up the put up chair. over four yards of carry in each of the first two games. Something that Zach Stacy has not done. I'm not. Uh, I, you know, I'm not a fan of Zach Stacy. Someone tried to trade. Uh, they gave me a trade. They wanted Brandon Cooks for Zach Stacy. I'm like, hmm. Let me take Zach Stacy, who will probably maybe only start once for my team, and give you a guy that's going to start for you every week. No thanks. I'm not, not making the trade. It's something that Doug Martin hasn't done in like two years. I mean, uh, Doug Martin is is going to be back this week against Atlanta, and Atlanta's got a very very easy run defense to you know to run against. So I, it's not a bad play. I know he didn't play last week, and I know Rainey did great, but Martin's going to come right back into that starting role. They're probably going to split carries a little bit. I think Martin will get wanna, more wanna, uh, of the carries and more of the touches. I'll agree with that. I want to go back to Steven Jackson, though. Go for it. Go for it. He's averaging more than four yards a carry. He's only getting 11, 12 carries a game. True. He's not getting his best 52 and 46 yards. Well, I'll tell you why, though. First game against New Orleans, they were getting blown out. They had to start passing the shit out of the ball. The second game, they were losing to Cincinnati. They had to start passing, and they couldn't do anything. You're Cincinnati's an apologist got a great for Steven Jackson. <laughs> You're making excuses for Steven Jackson. Cincinnati's got a great defense. <laughs> I know they do. I know they do. I don't want to make excuses for the guy because I didn't draft him for a reason, and I wouldn't want to start him for a reason, but there's a lot of injuries that, that have been going around. If you happen to be a couple of injuries down right now, if Ryan Matthews was on your team, maybe uh, Jamal Charles, and you have Steven Jackson sitting there, it's not a terrible play this week. What about... Look at uh, He's a bum. You want to see something funny? You go visit John Bender in five years. You'll see how goddamn funny he is. <laughs> Do you... Um, what, anything to say about the Buccaneers uh, wide receivers or tight end? And then I say we move on. Well, this is the other thing. Vincent Jackson is... is he's not putting up the Vincent Jackson numbers that we were familiar with. Um, they're trying to really work in Mike Evans, but then they went heavy on the running game. And in this game, I think in, I think they're going to find themselves down. I think that they're going to actually have to pass a lot more in this game. Um, I just I, I don't think that they're great starts. We also got to remember this is a Thursday night game. The, the short rest is very difficult, so don't expect offensive explosions. Don't you know? I, I and don't see it, it. let's remember, Lovey Smith. Every time we talk about the Buccaneers this year, until I'm proven otherwise, I'm just going to say Lovey Smith. It's Lovey Smith. I, I fantasy, completely that's avoid like, it. That, that's a, that's well, a fantasy. It's a fantasy. Uh, you know, but dungeon. Know what, yeah, know what that means though for Atlanta's receivers no way too. It means Lovey Smith defense playing that base, usual you know Tampa cover too. He's gonna not. He'll gonna allow you to have the underneath stuff. He's not gonna allow you to go over the top on him. So they're not. They're gonna try to limit the big play. They let you move up and down the field on him, and then they close the close the haunches on you. Well, Lovey Smith would make me believe that Harry Douglas wouldn't be a terrible player. No, exactly, because he's gonna be the one guy that's gonna get all those checkdowns underneath. Right? Exactly. But uh, another thing, it, when it comes to Tampa Bay, Josh McCown, period. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's plain and simple. He is what he thought. He is what he thought he was. He's the guy sucks. He's no. He's, he's, he's no Val. Who is? I don't think he sucks. Let's be honest. I think they won that game last week, and he came back. Uh, or was that week one? No, that was last week that we watched him, and he kind of like was was. It was all rainy last week. Against against St. Didn't Louis, he have a couple touchdowns though. Didn't didn't was that week one yeah, last week? That, that, that he had a running that, touchdown. That running touchdown. And, no, I think that was this last, that was this that, week. That was this week. I mean, he came back and he I also agree. he also he looked like crap the in the first through. half, but he came back and actually like kept them in there and 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 I, I don't remember what the score of the game was, but didn't they didn't they win last week? Yeah, I mean, well, he, I mean, he was he was he was sixteen of twenty one for one hundred and seventy nine yards, but zero touchdowns, one interception. 
Did he fumble did, the ball too? I I, I think I, I think he. I, I think mean, he rushed had, for six. Uh, McCown rushed for six yards and two touchdowns. There you go. Two, t- he had two touchdowns rushing for two. But touchdowns. I'm just saying at a football level, not in a fantasy level. At a football level, while you think he sucks, and while I agree with you on fantasy and all that stuff, he actually came back in the fourth quarter and oh, won yeah. that game for him, which was which was cool to see. So let's move on. Nice work, guys. Thursday night football. We're out. We're moving on to Sunday, uh, September 21st. 1 o'clock games. Uh, again, they've done it to us again. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, ten. 6, 7, okay. 10 1 o'clock ten. games. 3, 4 o'clock games. Thanks, pricks. Um, so we're going to go at the Chargers. Awesome, awesome win last I just, week. I still just have Bills. to make this one point. If you sell a package that highlights that you can watch eight games at once, yeah. but you still can't watch all the games... What's the point of having a channel that shows you only eight games and not ten? And it's crazy because when we were watching that game last week, there, there was more, there was less games in, in the early part. It was better spread out. And I remember not seeing, we didn't see it really any of that uh, Cowboys. Uh, who did the Cowboys play last week? Um, uh, was it Giants? I forget. No, we, we weren't seeing any of that game. Jesus, I'm Jesus. sorry. They, they, how quickly our, I, I, our short-term memory is awesome over here at, at Pyro Podcast <laughs> HQ. Demarco lit up whoever he was going against. Uh, Tennessee. It was Tennessee. Tennessee yeah. Yeah, we yeah. never watched. They never were showing that game on the red zone, and for some reason we didn't have it. Houdini's got a nice little second TV setup. I've seen finger gestures from such a pristine girl. <laughs> so it was awesome to see um, Philip Rivers going at taking it too. I mean, I was so happy with this game. Sherman looked like a fucking piece of crap. Sorry to swear. They took it to him. They were eating him up after the game. John Adam, you got Allen saying he's not a he's not a shutdown corner. He sits in a corner. He sits in a spot on the field, and he's just getting called out. And I loved seeing Rivers, who's the ultimate, ultimate competitor. And probably for any defensive guy, the most annoying dude, but they got to respect him. Um, and what he's doing, and just the way he has fun out there, and I, I, I got to be honest, I got to get a Phillip Rivers jersey, one of those baby blues, because I love that way that guy plays football. I love the way that guy plays football. And Houdini loves him the most. Houdini, you were ta- telling about, tell the, the listeners about uh, Phillip Rivers and, and your one league. Oh, I... This is where a dynasty league, so he's my franchise quarterback. I made a trade for him when he was a, a rookie and he was behind Drew Brees. What year is that? 2000, well, he came out Five? in 2005. Before. Yeah. Uh, 2004. Uh, four. Uh, it was drafted 2004 in 2004, draft. right. So then I started, then I, then he started in 2005. But So I had traded for him in 2004. He's been my starting quarterback since 2005. I have not had I've not had to change my quarterback in that league real. for nine years. Next year is a ten year anniversary yeah. of Bolo Nose. And he only got hurt uh, he actually uh, when he got hurt when he tore his ACL, that was actually in during the offseason because it was the playoffs and he played on torn ACL. And, and then uh, he was back. And then he was his, back. First, his first two years, he only got into five games, didn't start either of them. Okay, so that was what, but so what, what year did he... Uh, Breeze was in there. That was 2004 when he started. 2005, he got three games so, in. So 2006, the so last But 2006 years. is when he started started starting, and he started every game since. Every game since, yes. He's been my quarterback. So my, my point being is that when you're looking wow. in, this is a point to dynasty people. And you're in a long-term league, and if you can have these things where you either have franchise tags or you have ways that you're able to keep a guy forever, the guy that you want to target there is not the running back. It's the quarterback because 
a quarterback can be viable. Look at Peyton Manning. You could have drafted Peyton Manning back in 1999. He could be your quarterback for 15, 16 years. Wow. <laughs> I mean, and that's like, weren't you grabbing luck in a lot of those leagues? Where or you, I know you got him in no, one. That was, no, I got him in one because I made the mistake, and I should have grabbed him in this one, and I made the best team in our league stronger. I took Trent Richardson in that league uh, like a moron because I, I was so enamored with it. And I had Philip Rivers. I'm like, oh, I'm okay at quarterback. Uh, and then it was at a time where we couldn't start two quarterbacks. Now we can. Oh, so, but yeah, Locke seems like a guy that would be a pretty awesome time to draft it and had on your fantasy team a couple oh, of years ago and ride out a nice 14 year career with him. Um, all right, well, let's talk about uh, you know some other things with the Chargers. One thing I'll mention is Rivers getting uh, um, spacing off the offensive lineman's name that uh, it looks like he's going to have to retire. Uh, is a Hardwick? Yeah, Hardwick. Hardwick. Yeah, and yeah, then there was an emotional Shatter. interview with Rivers yeah. afterwards. Kind of they had his number on their helmets uh, in honor of him, and uh, that's a guy that's been playing. With Rivers every year since he's been in the with the team and uh, you know just I just I just like the Chargers and I want them to, you know they lost that first Monday night game uh, in a close one uh, the Cardinals came back and were able to beat them but I, I just want that team to do well this year so they're going against the Bills two and zero uh, you got Watkins has his first two hundred yard game looking pretty good he looked good against the Bears I thought he didn't have that many carries but they were trying to get him catches. the ball yeah uh, catches. Um, but they were trying to get him the ball, so what's to expect? I mean, God, they, they look great. I mean, Spiller now all of a sudden looks like he's going to be like he was three years ago. Tell me about this guy. It's, it's, it's going to be a, a better game than people would think. When you first look at it, you know, a few weeks ago, that's eh, kind of when I can gloss over a little bit. Listen, like you were talking about with Rivers, the guy might be one of the most underestimated quarterbacks of all time. You know, I mean, because there's so many good quarterbacks nowadays, it's easy to look over this this guy, um, even for, especially from a fantasy, fantasy perspective. But this game has the makings of a lot of points, to be honest. And it wouldn't have, you would not have thought that a few weeks ago. But now, San Diego's offense is running well, but Ryan Matthews goes down. How does that change the dynamic of things? How long has he gone for? Uh, it's it's. Supposedly, like four to six weeks. Ugh. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Donald Brown. Brown. Good he looked that, but that's why the they got Donald Brown. Right. I, the dynamic, I don't think, changes all that much because there's. Here's what's amazing, and why also I'll kind of tie in why Philip Rivers has also been such an effective quarterback over the last two years since the arrival of Mike McCoy. It's McCoy's offense. That's why you lose Ryan Matthews. What you lose is you lose that pop out of your running game because Matthews has got a lot more speed. Than Donald Brown. When you see how Matthews in the first week of the season made that one 20 yard run for the touchdown, boom, when he hits another gear, he can go. Donald Brown doesn't really have that, neither does Danny Woodhead. But that's not what San Diego's about. They're not a big strike team. They're a wear you down type of a team. They're going to take 12 plays. We're going to go 85 yards, and we're going to take 9 minutes and 10 seconds off the clock on you. And will somebody please tell me what the. Fuck is going on with Antonio Gates? Why? Well, oh, Holy shit! He's good. What's going on? He's good. I think the guy's like forty-seven. I think now <laughs> forty-seven and scoring more than any other tight end in the freaking league. Does he have the most points at the position? Well, the three. What was it? Did he have three? Was it three touchdowns? Or? Three, touchdowns. three touchdowns. Oh, so, man. and that was just you. Just you. Could, that's another thing too. You look at the fact that. He's finally healthier than he's been. Because remember, he's been dealing with like all kinds of turf toe and all these other things throughout his career that just made him not the explosive player that he is. I think he's finally healthy again. But on top of that, it's a chemistry relationship. Yeah. Him and Rivers have been together forever. Trust is such a huge thing 
when it comes to fantasy football. It's unbelievable. You really have to understand the trust between a, a, not just a, a quarterback and wide receivers. Of course, that makes a big difference. But the tight end is also a huge thing. And, and that's why you know Travis Kelsey is making his way up. It's going to take him a little while. He's going to be a tight end one sooner or later, but it takes a while It'd be to develop sooner that if he trust. had a better quarterback. <laughs> True. Agreed. Think about it. Cause remember in the, during the Seattle-San uh, Diego game, they kept showing Rivers throwing the ball while the receiver has not even turned for yeah. their cut yet, has not even looked back for the ball. The ball is already in the air. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the trust factor is, is that Antonio Gates knows it's when the coming to him and he's, and he's cutting yeah. and he's looking immediately for it because he knows that ball is going to be there for him. That, that's the thing with young players. They're not sure yet. Like, is that ball really coming to me? Do I really need to make this cut immediately right now? Or do I have to, or can I take two more steps to get rid of this guy? And Gates knows, I don't have to take those two steps. I know this ball's coming to me. I'm taking it exactly where I should. I'm turning, and I know that ball's going to be there for me. I'm catching it. And it's a very big difference between somebody like a Gates and a Kelsey. Kelsey's going to be that way soon enough. Yeah, yeah. got to give him time. You're comparing a guy that's been in the league for 10 years plus to a guy that's only been in the league for two. One, one plus and he was One plus healthy. game. Now. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but the other thing uh, is, think about this from the, the standpoint of like a Keenan Allen, right? Everyone that, that got at him has is, got to be upset. Oh, my God. He hadn't realized. Did you look at the schedule? They were going up against Patrick Peterson in week one, then he was going up against Richard Sherman in week two. And he's still... Well, they were not afraid to throw to him and both and the of those games. Are pretty, the Bills have a solid secondary as well. So it's, it's, another, it's going to be another tough matchup for him. But he's still going to be, this is where be better. The, the schedule starts to soften for mm-hmm. him. And so this is one of those things, too. Like if you're looking for a guy that's a great buy-low candidate right now in fantasy, yeah. go after Keenan Allen, in my opinion. I yeah, agree. I would agree. I would fully agree with that. I mean, he did. Listen, they, they, they really razzed on Sherman. But he did only give up. I mean, Allen only had five catches for 55 yards. Four of them were against him, though. Four of them were against him. Agreed. But they were short passes. They right. didn't cause a lot of damage. But a couple first downs, a few first downs in there. It makes a difference in the general scheme of what San Diego does. Right. And that's the point. Uh, Malcolm Floyd had zero catches. No other receiver had any catches. So it's not like San Diego's defense, all of, or uh, Seattle's defense, all of a sudden went to shit, right. or Sir Sherman all went all of a sudden went to shit. It was just that San Diego was working within what they do. Yeah. Now, uh, quick question, and then we're going to move on to Buffalo. Is Woodhead going to uh, is he spike up right now, or do you think it's more of a uh, more of a Brown Donald Brown kind of thing, where is Brown going to all of a sudden now get all those carries and replace him outright, and Woodhead still going to be doing the same thing, or what, what do you think? I think Brown is a guy who you'll see a bigger impact as far as his fantasy impact, because I think he'll get probably now an extra seven to ten touches of carries a game. But he'll be doing more of those those, uh, those t- tougher carries. I think Woodhead also goes up more, though, because I think now he becomes even more active in the passing game. And yeah. and maybe goal line. I, I feel like Woodhead's a little tougher at getting that pounding off that yard than maybe a, a Donald Brown. No? No. I, I, you know what? I'm not so sure about that. I, I, Brown might might get it along the goal line a little bit. He didn't do so bad last year when he when he was filling in So um, for, for Indy. But I do like... Um, in this particular game against Buffalo, Woodhead maybe a little bit more. They're, they give up a little bit more in the passing game out of the backfield to the to the running backs. So Woodhead might get a little bit more out of that. And it's Brown's first game in there as a starter for San Diego. I don't think he's going to get a ton. They're not going to depend on him too much. You give me a quick uh, rundown, uh, dog, and if you got any two cents to pop in, but let's close this game out on the uh, Bills. Uh, San Diego's got a uh, not a great defense, but a smart defense, and I think they're going to be able to limit 
manual as if that's really that tough. You know, I mean, it's not going to be that tough to limit him. I don't think that Watkins is going to have the same game that he had. Um, I, I don't think that Robert Woods is going to have a, a tremendous game. Um, Scott Chandler obviously won't have that great of a game. I do see it coming out of the running game. I can see Spiller getting a bunch. That's another thing that San Diego does. They give up a lot of catches to the running back. And that's something that Spiller does a little bit better. Not, I don't want to say better than Fred Jackson, but he's going to do it with more dynamicism and give you a little bit more fantasy love. I want to know what you think about Fred Jackson. This is the worst fake idea I've ever seen. You realize you made yourself 68? You're 33. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Fred Jackson, listen, I... Even against even against the Bears, when he had that one run where he was pushing the, pushing Conte Conte, back yeah. into you know junior high football, it, it was still not that great of a run. He didn't look fast. You know, it, it's not like he looked like a monster out there. It's just that Conte's a little white guy, and he pushed and he just pushed him out of the way. Fred Jackson is showing his age a little bit, and I think Spiller's going to start to get that ball a little bit more and more and show. Why he? So let me ask I you mean, this. did you see that kickoff return? That was the yeah. thing I wanted to ask Holy you. Holy fuck nuts! Now that he's, he's doing the kickoff still got returns, that speed, like oh nobody's God. business. Swagger. I, I hope. And if you're in a league, and they don't give the individual player the at least the six, touchdown six points, points for for the special teams, change a rule or lobby Big to change time. a rule. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They. I mean, he deserves six points out of that. Yeah. Sure. All right. Good stuff. I think that I agree with you guys. It's gonna be a fun fantasy game. Who would have thunk? It uh, doesn't seem like it on paper, but it is. All right, let's move to the next game. And it's going to be the, the Cowboys are going to be at the... the targets, Dez is getting about 10 yards per catch, and Romo is still playing. We're going into week three, and Romo's back is held up so far. I think I said week six. Week six? What did you think, dog? Um, yeah, I said between, uh, I think around s- between six and nine, uh, seven and ten, somewhere in that And zone. you honestly did and say, he'll, he'll love, him, love, him while, we'll love him, you'll love right. him while you got him, but you want to know why I love while I've got him still? Val Birdie. Um, you're actually not loving Romo. Right now. He's sucking. All right. And listen, he's, he's, maybe he's completing some passes here and there, and Ryan is catching a few here and there, but he has two touchdowns and three interceptions. 
only 457 yards through two games. I think Matt Ryan threw for 448 and one. Uh, I'm not that impressed, and it hasn't been against you know. I didn't say he was great. He said he was still standing. Yeah, he is still standing. He hasn't been against the greatest defenses in the world either. I mean, San Fran, a beat up San Fran defense in Tennessee. How does one become a janitor? You want to be a janitor? No, I just want to know how one becomes a janitor because Andrew here is very interested in pursuing a career in the custodial arts. Oh, you can get back to Romo. <laughs> well, I, I think, well, oh no, damn it. It's Andiro, I think, is Tony Romo's first, real first name. Andiro. Tony Romo. I love one. it. Yeah, you, he's you got, yeah, he's got a crazy name. Yeah, not Andrew Andiro. Anyway, he's going to be a janitor <laughs> real soon, anyway. Uh, so, I, I mean, my, my point is that, I mean, it's not like. Uh, Dez is, you know, off the charts no, either. No, but no. He, but if you if you t- he had a great game. He, he's back. He's on ten for one hundred three and a touchdown. Agreed. I mean that that's a, definitely a nice game. The problem is you're not getting the production though from the Terrence Williams. It's it's still very sporadic uh, uh, from him because Romo's not giving you the three hundred plus yard games right now. So you're not remember getting enough we, stuff spread around. Remember we were looking and there was ten catches for one hundred and two yards or whatever, and then you looked at Romo and it was one hundred and forty seven yards. Right. So yeah. he's, he's only he's only dropping back and either dumping it down probably to to Witten had a uh, Witten yeah Witten actually had an okay game but yeah. getting the ball to Dez. Well, I mean, here's the thing: in, in a game like that, you can run the fuck all over Tennessee, which is what uh, our DeMarco. boy Demarco did. Yeah, you know, and I, I mean, obviously, why after are you a while, why are you saying it's our boy? Mention what you did last week. Oh, I, I had him as number one. The, the number one RB in, in the league last year. I, I, last, last week, week I, I player rankings, dog man. Yeah, there was no, there was no doubt against a team like Tennessee. FanDuel fans loved you, <laughs> <laughs> except FanDuel fucked up hard. Did you guys hear about that? No, FanDuel no, last no. week. About forty-five minutes before the game started, their whole system completely shut down, Ooh. and everybody tried to get into change lineups or. Get into games or whatever got completely shut out. Wow. It kept saying like, uh, "Thanks, sorry, try again" or something like that. Everybody writing in, uh, Fanduel had to give back everybody's money who wanted to get into games or, or try to get into games or try to get in lineups. They said you could have your money back, whatever. You just have to give up all your teams. We'll take the teams on, um, and whatever money they make or don't make, we'll take on whatever. Yeah. So I mean, it was a huge thing. Wow. They were actually very classy about it. I'll give them that, but. It's a testament to how big uh, gaming has gotten, how cool. big FanDuel has gotten. They couldn't even handle the load that was coming in last week, uh, an hour before the game. Uh, hopefully they've cleared it up for all you gamers out there. Uh, well, but I, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I tried to get in, and it happened to me. I'm like, yeah, well, I'll just do some other things right now instead. Little pyro promo here is uh, actually we're going to be working with uh, an app. One of these gaming companies called Rivalry Games, and they've got a, an app that actually they just brought on uh, uh, Sap, Warren Sap. They just brought him as, as an investor, and he's kind of the face of this thing. Rivalry Games, check it out. We're going to be supplying them. Uh, they're working on it and the design of it and integrating it, but we're going to have our player ranking write-ups are going to be fueling the player ranking information and write-ups for that app. Uh, sometime this season, so they're working on it, but that's pretty cool. And I played the game a, lot, a couple weeks ago, and it, it's pretty sweet. You know, that's, that, that weekly stuff is pretty fun. They do it a little differently than the FanDuel. It's not these big pools. It's more of like the one-on-one kind of aspect. So it's kind of cool. Uh, can't wait to be in there, but check it out. Check that out if you're looking for other gaming sites. All right, Demarco Murray. Is this going to keep happening? Is this guy? Uh, well, is remember this- now, Demarco Murray is returning to the site. 
of his breakout performance. Was it was it that not in St. Louis? Or, yeah, I uh, believe I believe it was in St. Louis. The two hundred and twenty some odd yard performance that he had, yep. and um, you know the thing is with the Rams, I think you can you have a better shot at running against them right now. The fact that they don't have Chris Long. Yeah. That's a huge That's loss a off that side. You know, Robert Quinn's great, but Robert Quinn is really more about going out and getting after your quarterback. And and Chris Long is more of a you know, he's also going after the get the quarterback guy, but he can he's a better run stuffer. Yeah, no, I mean they have they do have blockers, they do have you know, the rookie Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. you know, who hasn't made much of an impact yet, Kendall Langford. But I mean when it comes down to it, after seeing what Rainey did. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to love your Murray this week. I fully love him Murray this week. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a run game oriented thing. They got Janoris Jenkins there, who's probably going to be trying to stick to, to Dez. They'll bring a safety up over the top, you know, TJ McDonald, whatever. We'll see. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting game. There's the quarterback situation in St. Louis, obviously, is not a very good thing at this no, point. No, no. I like the moxie on the guy, though, not to sound like... Uh, Austin uh, Davis? No, the, the one dude. Uh, yeah, Austin Davis, who's the, the underwear Olympics guy. Mayock. Oh, right. Not the moxie. You, yeah. you do a good... You do a good... This guy's got some good moxie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Houdini slowly converted so into our voice guy. I love it. We used to we used to come down on you. Now I'm pointing over to you. Give it to me. Give it, it to me. Give it to me. Uh, that's funny. Uh, what I else is going on in Ramland? Land? Let's, uh, let's, let's, I mean, Dallas gives it up. Locker shit the bed. Of course, everybody picked up Locker after that first week, yeah. you know, and uh, the guy has a ton of talent, but he's going to shit the bed for you, you know, one out of every two weeks, to yeah. be quite honest. Yeah. You just got to pick which one it is and which one it isn't. He's more than likely a backup for you anyway, but still, um, either either way, what, uh, that's neither here nor there because that's not part of this game. Sean Hill, he'll probably be back for this game, mm-hmm. um, and I think that actually helps out the receivers a little bit. Uh, Brian Quick has been a stud. Yeah, he has. He he's been, you know, we were you, Kenny Britt was the it was was the early yeah, pick. Exactly. You know? But we we were also were were high on Quick a couple years ago just because of the guy's immense talent. So it, it was someone there had to win that job. And now that Austin is hurt and Devon Austin, yeah, yeah he uh, tweaked his knee, so yeah, he's out for he's a couple. Be out I think for, it's like for maybe only like two weeks or so. But so he's now gonna gonna hit the hit the bench for a while. So quick becomes. To, even, I'm starting to decide with Jer on that one. He's gonna not be a good fantasy player this year. No, well, who Devon Austin? Well, yeah, I knew. I knew. I, once once Sam Bradford went out, that pretty much yeah. it ended it for for well, me. Well, here's the thing: you got to have that consistency at quarterback because you need. You can't have that guy. He needs the quarterback to set up plays for him to have those screens work where you're getting the you're, you're calling off a safety and making him drop back so that you're setting it up and you can get your blockers downfield. You for a guy like that, you need a stud. You need a stud on the outside that people pay attention to. That safeties need to pay attention to. Uh, Randall Cobb comes to mind. Antonio Brown is a def- different story because he can play outside, but Randall Cobb is pretty much an inside type of guy. And if you don't have Jordy Nelson on the outside, if you don't didn't have uh, you know Greg Jennings a, a couple of years ago on the outside with uh, you know James Jones catching touchdowns on the outside, Cobb doesn't do what he does. But Cobb does what he does because he's got a Nelson on the outside. Now the Quicks on the outside a little bit that might have helped Austin in, in the long run this year, but. No, well, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be back MCL. in a couple of weeks, and he's being dropped in every sort, every league all across. As well, he should at this right. point. 
So, but there's too many mouths to feed. There's, I, they have so many receivers there in St. Louis. They haven't been able to pare it down to just a couple or a few. Obviously, Quick is Quick one. is emerging as one. So, that, and that's that's all you need to know from a fantasy standpoint. He's the only one that you should even consider rostering at this point in time. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. I mean, there are other guys that are are, are good players. Stedman Bailey is uh, probably going to be reinstated. Um, and he actually is. Whenever, a I, heard really, the, whenever I hear the word Stedman, I think sorry, Oprah. Yeah. I think Oprah's, <laughs> Oprah, Oprah's yeah, of luggage. That guy is just <laughs> literally well, lo- flying mean, the wall. What else would you? What I else would you think I, would, I would be her bellboy to get, live that life. You are a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything, Zach Stacy? Any? Let's let's close up the Rams, and I think we well, can. Let me, uh, let me say that I think Zach Stacy could have a good game. In this absolutely. Game. Now, here's a guy that has had all these carries, and he's averaging, I think, three point. Two as usual. three yards per carry. That's what he does. He's still going to get fed the ball a ton in this one. But again, remember, this Dallas defense was is is done pretty far. Like if you look at power rankings right now, you're going to go, oh whoa, they're looking pretty good against the run. Remember, the Tennessee didn't run against them at all last week and didn't have anyone to run against them. Um, so Sean Green had eight carries for 40 yards, and they just had to abandon the run because they were, they were by there behind so much. Right. This is and no matter what. They're not going to abandon the run in St. Louis no, they because will they not. can't. Yeah. So you know. Hey, Mike Mack, what what's happening with Trey Mason? Trey Mason, he still can't block anybody. If they're on the third, fourth quarterback, or something, you can do. You can't put him in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, love I love it. That's Mayock if he had just if he had just uh, like smoked some crack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It. Right. Uh, Zach Stacy's gonna after get a line. Not Mayock. After a line. Uh, Zach Stacy's going to get at least 20 to 25 carries. Uh, Benny Cunningham's going to get at least 10 touches in this game. Uh, Brian Quick's going to get at least uh, 7 to 10 targets. And that's all you need to know about St. Louis. But it's it won't be too bad because it's against a terrible Dallas defense. Let's move on to Washington. It's going to be at uh, the Eagles, which is pretty sweet. Wow, let's just start off with... Who threw uh, the grenade into the, uh, at, at the uh, Redskins this week, or last week? Because, uh, you know, it blew, they had shrapnel took uh, out yeah. Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Shoulder uh, injury. We, we, we clipped an ankle off of RG3. Jesus. What's uh, up? When he's surprised if Reed has another concussion just from the fucking... Yeah, just from, just from the, the, uh, the, uh, the shockwave. We'll start, we'll start on the negative. <laughs> I think it's safe... The concussion blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that RG3 is no longer the franchise quarterback uh, for this team. I don't think you can really, with a straight face, go in as a team and just still have this guy be... On the pedestal of this is the guy that's going to get us to the promised land, and it's never. sad he just can't stay healthy. The Jay. guy he didn't he, he didn't get hit. He didn't like it wasn't a slide. It was just literally he was throwing the ball this time, and he dislocated. Could you imagine dislocating your ankle? Oh no. my god! And I was going to tell you, Jay Gruden never walked in with a straight face before this and told you that he was definitively their franchise yeah. quarterback. And I think I think Jay I think he's, is very excited that he's got he's got. He can just get a guy that's a little bit more under the mold. I mean, I think Cousins probably in a couple years is going to be better than Dalton. Well, oh, see, this, this is again. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I, you know, very well could be. But this is also again you talk about right. Gruden wanted the, his type of guy. If if you have RG three, why would you hire him as your quarter as your coach? If you know that here's a guy that he's his first time being a head coach, so he's never had to adapt his system. He's always been able to create his. System, yeah, and have his system quarterback. 
here's the most non-system quarterback that there is in RG3. Listen, if Cousins was a seventh-round pick, um, you don't have a lot invested in your seventh-round picks. If he was an undrafted free agent, that would have been a whole different story. You know, whatever. Mm. But the, they drafted him early. Yeah. After they had drafted Griffin, who cares about that? Right. But they still drafted him early. Yeah. They have a lot invested in him. You know, if Cousins is not somebody that they were willing to just trade to anybody, as as many rumbling as you heard over the off season, if they had gotten a legitimate trade offer, they didn't ever got. I think no one offered him more than like a fourth rounder. So yeah, it wasn't going to happen. No, it definitely was never going to happen. Cousins has always been the better pocket passer. But here's the conundrum, right? Now you're Washington. Uh, these guys are now in their third year, so their rookie contracts are going to have one more year, right? Or does uh, does uh, what's his name's uh, uh, Cousins come up after this year because he was because not a it was a fourth rounder as yeah. opposed to a first rounder, or is he on that. a five year contract because he was on That's a fourth rounder? But it, it, what happens if, they, if you're at the point next it's year less. when they both come out at the same time and you're like? I don't know who I want as my quarterback, and then you have neither of them. I, it's it's sad. Well, let's 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 talk let's talk about the positives. On Niles Paul. Wow, dude, that guy looks good. NP, big baby. boy, big boy, uh, great. We had him on our uh, pickups piece week one. After week one, we had a nice showing. Then obviously he was the cover guy for this week's, and he, we included him again uh, for week two. If the guy's still many. available. I don't know. You're gonna, you guys are going to tell me when Reed comes back because that goes back to kind of what we were talking to earlier. I'm guessing but, Reed comes back this week. You think so? I, I'm guessing he will. Do you think they're going to start? Do you think that all of a sudden this guy's done, or do they start installing a different attack that that utilizes the two tight end well, kind of? Uh, right. Idea? This is Jay Gruden. They ran all yeah. two tight end sets last year with Tyler Eifert and Jermaine Gresham. Yeah. The difference was that he had AJ Green. You know that was the main threat, and those two guys. Eifert and Gresham were not the receiving guys that Niles Paul and Jordan Reed are. I agree. Okay? Niles Paul is more receiver than he is tight end in the first place. He's yeah. 6'1". You know, it's not like he's a big boy. He's 6'1", 240, I think he is, 235, 240. Um, he's, not a, he's not a big boy, like you, like you were saying, but he, he he's plays. He's, 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 plays he's strong. He's, he's strong. Cut. He's yeah. a strong kid. Um, but Jordan Reed, it's, it's more made for Jordan Reed. They wanted Jordan Reed in there. If Niles Paul could do this, believe me, they, the amount they've been talking up Jordan Reed, Jordan Reed could have done what Niles Paul did last week. There was one catch, I'm going to say, I'm not sure. I'm not, that, that one touchdown catch when he, he got that thing, that just, I mean, it was right. It, it, he, I don't know. I don't if know. you ever, I mean, if, I, ever I like Reed I, I had him on my team last year. I, li- I like it. Reed could have made that catch. You're Reed has right. made some catches that I... You don't make normal. Right. He's an uh, he's and an abnormal he, tight end as is. And because he's taller, it would have been easier for him to make. It probably. probably. It, this guy's a little bit more like Anquan Bolden than uh, than exactly. Reed. Exactly. He, he does. He looks a lot more like an Anquan Bolden yeah. than he does like a bigger yeah. uh, tight end type. But I, I, at the end of the day, just that whole thing that we like, Charlie instilled this in us about three or four years ago. Video, watching the game film, watching this guy. I was with you, Houdini. There was three plays on one drive where we looked at each other and like. Dude, this guy's here to stay. He's real. He's a real deal. And the other thing is that how does the offense work now with Cousins? And I think it works better. And I think the person that it works better for is Alfred Morris. This was not something that we said two years ago when RG3 was having his breakout season and, and the, and the uh, run option was, the read option was r- working so effectively that he actually was a more effective runner when he had RG3 out there. Now, look at the game that he had this week. Yeah. You know, now granted, the competition that you're playing against. But 
he was able to, they were able to establish him. And, and, and Gruden, you know, even though he is more of a pass-happy guy, and I think having, if you can get Cooks, uh, I'm sorry, Cooks, if you can get uh, uh, Jordan Reed and uh, Niles Paul out there, and, and we'll see if Deshaun Jackson, what his help is, you know he wants to be back for this game with the, uh, against Philadelphia. Yeah, but obviously, yeah. Obviously. And I, I believe he will. Right, even with even though he had a separated shoulder. So yeah, they said he came back to, uh, today, yesterday, and today, and said he felt a, a ton better. It's day to day. I I'm, I believe he will play. But I think all those weapons now, and I think with Kirk Cousins, who is a more again fits what Jay Gruden does, which is that pocket passer and is going to sit in there. It will help. Uh, it was going to help out for Morris. Look what it did for Giovanni and uh, and uh, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis uh, last year. Yeah, obviously, and I, I, um, I'll, I'll say this right now: both Griffin and Cousins are under contract for next year. Griffin's is north of three million a year. Cousins is six hundred sixty thousand. Uh, Colt McCoy is a free agent. <laughs> yeah. He's the third quarterback there, and he's he's. He's got it. Uh, Eagles. Let's talk about the Eagles briefly. Obviously, great game last night. Where do you start? You guys go nuts. Sproles, that guy is just, he, he won the game for him last I, night. Well, the refs might have helped a little bit, too. The, the refs definitely helped. Um, it, that game should have been won by Indianapolis, period. But that doesn't matter when it comes to fantasy. In, in fantasy, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. It matters how many yards and, and touchdowns and shit that your fucking players get. Uh, <laughs> that's what Sproles did for you. Sproles was a maniac out there. Yeah. And I'm going to kick the living shit out of you, man. I'm going to knock your dick in the dirt. That's what he did to anyone that was going against him because you know that he wasn't their number one running back. He wasn't their number two running back. He was probably their fucking flex player. And that flex player went off for like, I don't know, in most leagues, about 25 to 30 points on your ass. Yeah, in our major league, uh, D-Rex... Uh, one of the one of the guys had Darren Sproles going. That was it. The other guy had nobody. He was down by four points. I think he won after like twenty minutes, twenty twenty minutes of watching time in the game. It was over. Well, and my league, Charlie Don't Surf, uh, his partner was lamenting to me the day before as he as, as I told him comes over to my house, watches a Sunday night game, and roots against every one of my teams without knowing it, and just drives me crazy. <laughs> Josh, if you're listening, you do it one more time, I'm not going to let you come over for Sunday night football anymore. I swear to God. That's you can go hilarious. watch it somewhere else. But they were uh, they had LaShawn McCoy on their team trying to make up. But they also had Darren Sproles. So they were down by like 30 points. They won by 22 points. Um, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, going to happen in a game like last night. There was a lot of fantasy points scored. Well, I mean, it, listen, it... That was an interesting, interesting game because Indy was playing, um, I think, more of the pass. To be honest, I, I think that they were bottling up against McCoy and weren't paying attention to Sproles all that much. Well, it wasn't the runs because what Sproles only had four rushing attempts. It's just these screens, and they they should know it's coming. That's the that's that's the most amazing part. What's that first move he makes? He kind of if you he did he did have a couple of amazing he has, he has these moves, moves where he yeah. can't touch Indianapolis him. is. Decrepit right now in in their uh, that touchdown run defense. First yeah. of all, he had three people. There's a touchdown catch or whatever. The, he, when he jukes the one guy, then he gets the contact. This guy's five foot six, 175 Got a guy pounds, draped on his back from the what, the five or six yard line, and just rolls through both of them and takes them into the end zone. That was insane. Oh, he's awesome. Oh, Good I love stuff. the guy. Thirty one years old. Yeah, he's oh awesome. God. So, but, but let me give a, a, a quick statement, then I'll let Dog go nuts on this thing. I, Sproles. Is going to be a part of this offense. 
hard. We were talking about this before the podcast began. I never would have believed it if you would have told me that. And I think about the progression of this guy's career as an older running back. Resurgence as a 26, 27 year old in San Diego, or 25, 26 year old, and then goes to New Orleans and his career goes through the roof. And everyone's like, oh, you're leaving Sean Payton's office. Yeah, There's no good, way that you're going to be as, as valuable. Oh, you're going with LaShawn McCoy next year. Um, no. And he is going to be just as valuable, if not more valuable, this year, the way that Chip Kelly uses him. Good football player. All right. I have a, have a few things to say real quick. Um, Washington right now has the number one rushing defense in the entire league. Hmm. After, after this weekend, they will be... One of the worst five in the entire league <laughs> is what is my prediction. Um, Zach Ertz, real deal. This kid is fucking awesome. And if they start to use him more like they should, and they, I know Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly will, and they did, and they cow. did yesterday, dude. His it, the, the the things that he's catching, he's catching balls that I'm telling you, Foles is not that great. Foles is not that accurate. He's not that great of a quarterback. Um, he, he's making these guys make great catches, and that's Ertz. Ertz is making these catches. Yeah. He's a shitload of fun to watch. Uh, Philly's going to make mincemeat of, of this Redskins team. Start them all. I shit you not. Start them all. Macklin, Foles, uh, Sproles, uh, McCoy, Ertz. Uh, you, can, you can maybe even get a... a, a Riley Cooper in there, although I don't like what I'm seeing out of him at he all. He dropped no, you know, and, and he's just there. The and Jordan Matthews is, is not starting either. Was right now. last week when he got behind uh, uh, the what uh, the Indianapolis cornerback who's really good, Vonta Davis. Uh, yeah, unreal. He got behind him. Yeah. Ball hit his hands. Ball hit his hands. And it's still in the yeah. end zone. He dropped it. Yeah, I mean Vonta was was grabbing his other arms, but still. The great players make that catch. But I mean, the, if you watched the, uh, all the, the Sports Center top ten by any chance, if you're Brandon Marshall, you make that. catch. There were like five one-handed catches that great players make, but yeah. Riley Cooper just I mean, well, again, but and, and again, him in both hands and drops it. He's not. <laughs> he caught lightning in a bottle last year, and he got himself a contract. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So also know that they they drafted this rookie Jordan uh, Matthews early. Second round, I do believe. Yeah. You don't draft a guy in the second round if you don't expect him to compete for a spot, too. He's been having a little bit of, you know, nervousness at the beginning, too, and yeah, he's dropped yeah. the ball. I don't like... So, I wouldn't start Riley Cooper or Jordan Matthews Probably right not. now. And I would say that, that before it's too long, Jordan Matthews will overtake Riley, Riley Cooper as far as all productivity. But Jeremy Macklin, God, if they could just hit on one of these long passes, he's just going to... Like he did in, in week one. I mean, the guy's already a top 15, top 20 right. guy just for the cu- touchdowns he's catching. He's getting some de- some decent yards. You hit on one of those long passes, vaults him into the top 10, and you hit him on another one, it's it's the guy's top... The guy is going to be a top receiver yeah. as Deshaun was last year as the number one for Philly as I was talking about all offseason. Last point I'll make sure we can stay on time yep. here. Uh, with Zach Ertz, like you were saying, when I'm watching all the passes that he's getting, he's not getting any of the Brandon Pettigrew passes. He's not getting the six, seven yard passes no. that go down. Every it's pass down that he's seems. getting, I, I'm seeing it's yeah. got to be like at least 10 to 15 to 12, 12 to 15, 17 yards downfield. Yeah, and it's a beautiful thing for It is. Ends. It's great. And he's been he's making all these uh, amazing over the head catches and stuff. Too. What about this? Uh, that kicker seemed, the rookie kicker seems like he's going to have a pretty good season. 
Uh, it's a Cody Parker. Cody Parky. 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 He missed a short field goal. He did miss a, a short one. Which almost got me back into a fantasy game, but then he uh, did, he needed to miss another short one. He didn't do it. <laughs> can't miss short ones in the dome, though. That's what I'll tell you. Yeah, it's a good point. All right. Well, this, this was, was also... That's going to be a great game. Rookie, rookie field goal kickers. Is, uh, when we get to uh, the Packers and Lions, we'll talk about another one that missed some field goals. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the Texans. They're going to be at the Giants uh, in New York. Oh, so by the way, we've now gotten to another game. I have no players in this game either. In my six leagues, I have no I players. I got Arian Foster. On the Texans, I have no players on the and Texans. I got none on either, either one. I got none on either one. But you only have one league. Arian Foster. It's true. Two times. <laughs> well, that's the first year that I'm in one league. But you're in one league. I'm, I in, I'm in six. But the point that I'm trying to make to people is that there, when you do dice, I have a lot of similar players. I may have a list of a ton of players. But they're all from the same teams. Yeah. But I have in every league. Yeah. A bad. And I have guys. I, I, I have guys that have littered my fantasy world that I hate. The one guy that I don't hate is Alberta. All right, Texans. I got. Let's just talk and start with Arian. Woo! We talked all off season. Easiest schedule. I targeted him just for that very thing because. God damn, it just seems like ever since Jerry started doing that strength of schedule, the dude that's got the cakewalk schedule at each of these positions usually does really effing well. So, Arian Foster, two games in, looking like a good time. Value pick city. I'll give you the uh, the P-Funk, what they would say about that. Say shit. God damn. Get off your ass and jam. jam it. Yep. Oh, he's good. Yeah, he's 200 yard games. He's got yeah. 200 yard games uh, two for in two. a row. Oh, and he's going to go three for three. The, but the problem is the workload. And they're going to taper it down. Believe me. Alfred and 27 Blue, and 28 carries he has. Alfred Blue, as I've been talking about all offseason, yeah. is the one who's going to start getting more carries. And he had more carries than Grimes last week. Grimes got. Phased out a little bit. And he looked like blue some stuff. Grimes. But why? Do you know why Blue got all those carries last week? They were winning big. No, it was the it was the rub it in your face. Yeah, also. yeah, it was that they traded Matt Schaub to Oakland for a draft pick. With that yeah, draft pick, pick, they, they drafted Alfred, Alfred blue, blue, and then Matt Schaub was not even starting against them. Yeah, but do you really need to rub it into Oakland's face? Sure What's that? It's 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 like rubbing shit on a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, why would you do that? <laughs> that's, not, that's not fun. Oh, Eat my shorts. But it's it's like because when you were the Texans and you won top of shit. When oh, you were the Texans and you were the worst team in football last year, you got to find someone to eat your shorts. You got a point. You, you got a point. Yeah, well, right. so I, might, well, let's make Oakland feel worse. Look, let's, this was like this was like beating glass Joe. Pretty let's much. Be punch out. Let's be honest. Exactly. <laughs> you, when, yeah. Good point. But you got you got an Arian Foster who, in my case, is in a couple of my teams, and he's my sec RB two. You're liking what you're seeing, and I think he Absolutely. gets another hundred yard game. I think he's a goal line city. I mean, I got to tell you, just watching him into two weeks, there's not one running back who has had more goal line carries than him. It's just not. He just keeps getting the ball. I'm not saying he's he's obviously not converting it a lot, but the but guy why, inside the five. Why does he getting keep getting those opportunities? What do they have? Look at look at the rest of the offense. It's not built for. Do they have the outstanding tight end that, that can make the moves inside there? Do they have the, the wide receiver who can just 
I'll own you one on one in that short yardage. No, Andre Johnson's never proven never, to be that never guy. Been the red zone DeAndre guy. Hopkins, does he look like he's gonna be that guy that can manhandle you when you're getting all the contact inside of the five yards when you're that close? No, they don't have anyone else to go to. So you gotta go with Arian. And that's why, again, situation sometimes just dictates everything. Yeah. Straight the schedule plus situation. And this New York team, woo. I know that Tom Coughlin has rallied the troops before. But I don't know what happened to Eli. He that looks like he forgot how to, th- to, to play quarterback. Oh, God. A lot yes. of Manning faces happening. On well, I'm going to tell you, uh, hey, at least Ruben Randall showed up. That was a great touchdown catch for him. Uh, Cruz did end up with a, a few catches for like 60 some yeah, A couple nice drives. Like yeah, I mean, they had a couple nice drives. They put together some decent stuff going on. It's getting a little bit better. It was a lot better in week one. Yeah. Week one was a disaster. An absolute disaster. It's got, it definitely got a little bit better. He rallied him a little bit. Um, what's going to happen against Houston? I, I, I couldn't tell you for sure, but at least they're at home. Yeah, thank God for that. And, you know, and and that's going to help him out a little bit for sure. Uh, Houston, uh, their defense has definitely stepped it up a bit. I, I got to admit, Cloudy's out. But yeah, exactly. I mean, it's going to. They're going to have some. <laughs> I think that Problems, Eli think, Manning yeah. is going to be wearing J.J. Watt for a sweater. On, on <laughs> I think that Rashad Jennings is going to get a ton of carries. I don't think so. I think I, he may get a ton of carries. I think he's going to do a lot more damage in the screen game because I think Could that they're going to. Well, I know, but I, I think it's going to be one of these ones. Uh, what we saw in the preseason, like we haven't seen him targeted as much as I thought we were going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think they're going to get back to it. This would be one of those ones where I can see him having. Three, three or four rush. If they if they get like a couple first downs on an opening drive, let's just say let's 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 be really positive for New York yeah. for a second. First down. They get two first downs. Okay, on this drive, uh, that he gets two carries and three catches on that drive. That wouldn't shock me. Hmm. It wouldn't shock me if he ended up with. I might start him. Eighteen to twenty carries and six to seven catches. See, I'm thinking more like 15 to 20 carries with like 7 to 10 catches. Because I really think with the way that, that, that the Texans game. pursue, I think, and the way that Eli is just not able to wait for it to go downfield, he's just going to be looking like like Alex Smith is going to be checked down Charlie, and they're going to be trying to set up with the over-pursuing of, of, gonna get of J.J. Watt. That's basically what's going on. But I think, but I think let Watt come and let, let him pursue you hard and then just try to drop it over the top of him. Jarrell. He'll swat down three Jarrell of them. Jarrell is gone for the year? Year. Out for the year. Uh, Jarrell Jernigan out for the year. Um, Son uh, of Jarrell! I, I gotta tell you, one of my guys that I've, I've been talking about very seldomly, but I, I've brought him up here and there, I guess, maybe. Corey Washington. Uh-huh. A guy who was making some noise in the preseason. Um, uh, that uh, draft pick, uh, Odell Beckham, is not back yet. He's not, not, not ready to do it yet. He's not back. Um, Corey Washington made the most noise in the preseason. He's six four. The guy's got uh, some speed. He's got great hands. He made big noise in the preseason. Watch him come in in the third receiver role and actually make a, a, a bit of a difference. Um, he's a, a great target over the middle. That's for sure. Um, that, that, I could see something like that happening. But uh, what bothers me the most about this game, I'm telling you right now, they're using Aaron Foster too much. Fifty five carries in two games. Are you fucking kidding? Love it. I, I know you're loving it. It's going to go down. I don't disagree, go, right, right, but give right. me the points while you just Absolutely. make sure it happens in the fourth quarter of week, of week 11. I will tell you, they're not, T-Rex, they're right now, and I'll too, tell the way. rest of the listeners right now, target week four or five as trade zone four. 
as soon as he is into the week four or week five, after he's put in some good work and got you all the points that you can possibly fathom, yeah. trade him immediately. Because he'll be down for the count within two to three weeks. Well, not, after not only that, or it's this. It's, it's, these, he's not had the 27 and 28 carries that are like easy carries where you're running out of bounds and not getting touched on 15 of them or something yeah. like that. These red zone carries, those are major poundings. Yeah. The all the ones where you're running up the middle, he's taken a lot of hits. That catches up to you. So even if he stays healthy, it's one of these things that his carries will then decrease because his productivity is going to decrease and because his body is starting to, to, to you know show the effects of And these are easy games, uh, believe me, there, there's some harder games coming up where he's gonna take a more more of a beating. Then you want him to take. If you're going to keep rushing him like this, that's you rough. said it earlier in the show, man. They all get hurt, so just to, that's just, true. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather have a guy not get, get it all concentrated. Give me what he can for eight weeks. A lot of a lot of touches for me. That's what I'm saying. They all get hurt. Trade him when he's as high as possible. When people need him, somebody needs him right now. Somebody needs something like that right now. I need Jamal him. Charles out. Yeah. You know, I mean, Not Ryan Matthews gone. You know, I mean, the AP could be gone for the, you know, who knows oh, how long. Jesus. I mean, supposedly he's going to be back this week. But there's a lot of people who need running backs right now. Ride him for a couple more weeks. Get him at his peak height. Trade him. Well, I'm going to tell you the guy that I'm high on, on offensively. You talked about him defensively. But J.J. Watt, he was in our pickups. He's <laughs> going to be the next great tight end. You said that Houston doesn't have a tight end. The Vrabel. What are you talking about? They have J.J. Watt. This guy is a beast out there, and now he's going to be... And he's actually their he's best, be the first, best weapon. He's going to be the first white two-way player in the history of the NFL. No, they were, no, <laughs> they were, all, they were all white two-way players in the beginning of the NFL. Probably yeah, New so. Rock, probably New Rockney, those kind of guys. In the first 30 years of the okay, NFL, right. they were all white two-way players. Fine. In the last 30 years. <laughs> you got a point. Since the merger, first white two-way player, J.J. Watt. And, and you know what? J.J. White. What? <laughs> <laughs> I say well, we close up this game quickly and we move on. Oh, we're actually 120 watt. Hour. 120 watt. That's pretty white. Here's, here's, here's what I think you've been doing. <laughs> so, Ahab, can I go my doobage? <laughs> pretty much. Pretty I've, much. I've, I've, um, I'm good on this game. I, I think it's impressive um, uh, that uh, DeAndre Hopkins has had a touchdown in each of the first two games. Uh, Andre Johnson is still catching his passes. He'll do his thing, but Andre was never a touchdown guy. Maybe DeAndre is. Well, but the other thing about DeAndre, too, uh, point, people who are high on him, he's not, look at the targets he's had. Not yeah. a ton of targets. No. And it, there's a lot more guys that have a lot more targets than him. And so this is one of those ones that they're going to continue, and that's the product of them running the ball so much. So if he's not getting enough targets, he's not, if the touchdowns go away, all this production value goes away. Yeah, true. All right, let's move on to the next game. And wide receivers, you can't count on it a week by, on a weekly basis. Yeah. Especially not DeAndre Hopkins. No. I agree with that. You start him, you're really rolling the dice and probably going to come up empty. Speaking of rolling the dice, let's get to the next game. and Let's do it. Let's find out if that roll of the dice is going to be playing, if 2-8 and eight is going to be playing at, at, uh, at running back on Sunday. All day or not today? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Vikings at Saints. Okay. I'm going to start as a guy that drafted Breeze 2 overall in our main league because he scored over 500 points. Four of the last five years, and only four players have ever done that ever besides him, and they weren't consecutively. Uh, he's obviously starting slow, and the one thing you guys both did a good job of, or you talking me off the ledge a little bit, 
He's a home team. He's a home court. Did you guy. tell him the same thing? Yeah. He got, he's, we're he's, watching he's, the games together. He's forgot. Oh, I said, I go. He's the first two games were on the road. Yeah. He he's so much better in the dome. So much better. It's insane how much better he is. So I'm just. I, I'm, you're, I talked about it all last yeah. year. It's actually. almost like a difference of like eight to, to ten fantasy points. I mean, do you, do you remember my mantra last last yeah. year? 328 yards per game, no, no, three no. plus touchdowns per three game plus. at home. You know, I'm ready like, oh, for yeah. it. So this is one of those ones. Like, me, I have coming. Drew Brees in the league too. What's your record in your Drew Brees league? One on one. That's great. You survived because now you have a, an extra. Now you've survived two already away games. You now have an extra two home games that are coming up, yep. and they're going to make up for him here. I think he's got where they got like three of the next four at home or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So. All of a sudden, two weeks from now, you're going to be going, lips, good times, I'm done by Drew Brees. From your lips to God's... Uh, and it starts this Sunday. Big and time. it was going to be Adrian... If we were going to take Adrian Peterson or him. So, still happy. One guy's definitely <laughs> playing. Yeah. One guy's not using whips on their son, four-year-old son's balls. I can't speak Switch, for Drew Brees. Sorry, Switch. Much. Yeah, right. I can't speak for Drew Brees. I don't know. I don't know what he does with with other <laughs> men's balls. But. but you know what he does it, 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 when you when you take a switch. Can you see a picture of a guy with elephantitis of the nuts? It's pretty tasty. Yeah, that is. Uh, wow, that was beyond. <laughs> and just so you guys know, uh, or if you don't already know, if you're not in the know, we'll tell you. That's the Breakfast Club or uh, Houdini sound bits tonight. We open the show and we'll close the song. Uh, close the show with a song by the Dandy Warhols out of Portland, Oregon. Off of one of the great uh, albums around, um, what is it? I, I'm forgetting. It. Come down or something like that. Oh, it's called. Come down. The Danny World. Yeah, come down. Come down. Awesome, awesome, awesome uh, album. Just so friggin' good. It's just got that, uh, got that spacey, spacey. Good stuff. So if you're looking for a new band, go to Spotify and check out Danny Warhols. Their early stuff was shoegazery for sure. All right. Vikings, Saints, let's talk, um, what else, you know, we had a good game out of Cooks, came back to earth last year, but he's getting two carries, and I kind of feel the same way about the Macklin call, he's well, going to, but if, if he gets two carries a game, I'm expecting two or three long touchdowns running from him. Well, Cooks season. didn't have the game this last week, but again, who had the game? It was Jimmy. Jimmy. Who did Jimmy have a game? It's... So it's it's it, you, everyone knows the ball's going to him. It doesn't matter, right? But it's it, kind of like when everyone knows that Valverde is doing uh, news feeds, and then we say, "Valverde, we need more news feeds," and we go, "Valverde is doing more news feeds." So, Jimmy Graham gets targeted 13 times this last game. Ten catches, 118 yards, two touchdowns. So he's zero come, go, uh, goal spikes. Right, right. No dunks. Exactly. But it's, that's 23 targets in two weeks. That's 18 catches. And that's 200 yards in two weeks and now a total of two touchdowns. So he's giving you an average <laughs> of, of uh, nine catches a week for 100 yards and a touchdown. Good times. And he hasn't had a real blow-up game yet. Yeah. So no, it's, they it's, haven't played at home yet. He's ridiculous. So I, I actually read a great article about him in the ESPN, the magazine. They got a good one in their Renegades issue that came out last week and just a great story, that guy. You know, he went through a lot. There's a lot of battling. Found out that the NFL's business thought, you know, he's the kind of guy who was a foster child, moved around different family households, uh, finally found the person that would take care of him, and now he's probably really taken care of. But great, great story with him, and just he's a stud. This guy loves football. Just he, he it's like, it, it, it's unfair. 
having Jimmy go out there on a play to play basis against these guys that are guarding him, double teaming him. It's just they know it's going to him. The ball's in the air. Breeze knows how to get to the perfect spot, and he catches every time. Well, here's just one thing though. I think this is actually without fail an interesting matchup for him though. I expect. I don't know if, I, if I'm right. I'm expecting that's going to be Harrison Smith. I would assume who's going to who's going to be finding most of his time around Jimmy Smith. And Harrison Smith is an aggressive safety. Big time. And a ball hawking safety. Yep. And a guy that can hit. So that's why I think you want to have this physical guy in him. And I still think that if you want to just talk about if you're a Jimmy guy anyway, you're going to be watching it all day. And I'm one of these guys, I, I'm in the IDP league and I have Harrison Smith. And this guy is just, he is that special. But he's only 6'6". Six, six, I know. I mean, he's awesome. I he love him. No, I, 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 I think that, that, I think that they, he's going to get abused. But I'm excited about it from an IDP standpoint because... If Jimmy gets ten catches, that's ten yeah. tackles. Yes, yes. If he knocks one or two balls away, that's a ton more points. So if you're looking for like a big ID, if you're an IDP league and you want a guy for a week, Harrison Smith could be the guy. With I wouldn't be shocked with a couple of personal fouls. I wouldn't be shocked with a a, a couple of uh, you know, penalties, uh, you know, costing the Vikings some yardage without Jimmy catching the ball. Well, that may be that, that that that'll make a difference, obviously, in Jimmy's line. When you throw it down those down the sidelines and you got him open for something like that where he normally catches it, it's a 50-yard gain or 40-yard gain or whatever yeah, it is with the that touchdown. Game, but it's a there's foul. no yardage well, the good news is and that no touchdown. What they're flagging on all these, though, point. mostly is illegal contact or illegal stuff, which is five-yard penalty and not spot falls down the field. So, so yeah. <laughs> and and I, I'm not worried. Jimmy gets his catches. So He does. He'll be fine. But let's talk about the running back situation. Let me quickly say yeah. one last That's thing about Jimmy before you move on. That guy, it's almost like, he looks like almost like a blind football player out there. The way he's always using one arm against a defender and just kind of brings it up at the perfect time. He's like uh, Michael Irving, uh, Michael Irving a little bit. He's always got like one hand hitting, hitting one arm get, hitting the defender that's on him. And it's, he's just an expert at that. Last little nudge, lifting it up. And it's, God, the thir- it's the third eye is what it is. You have your eyes to see everything and your one hand, something to feel everything else. Yeah. And that's almost an eye for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know, And it's a beautiful thing to watch somebody do that. Like an Irvin used to actually, yeah. you're right. Um, it, it's amazing watching somebody do that, and that's why he's so good. It's not just being 6'6". Six, six. It's not just being as talented as he is. It's having that extra little thing that nobody else has. That extra little uh, knowledge that... Not everybody else has. We'll go to your running backs. I agree, man. Yeah, it, uh, the running backs is a big situation. Well, the big situation is that Mark Ingram broke his hand. Yeah. So he's out for a month. So now what you're going to see is, won't it be longer? I mean, he's not broken it. They always say, uh, well, that's, they, they that's, so that's your the minimum. So that's your minimum. See, yeah, the floor. So that's, your, that's your minimum. I think he's out longer than a month. We'll see. I, was it his, I can't remember which hand. That wouldn't it shock me. It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, because well, I mean, they're both used. Right, right. you got to shift the ball from one hand to you the know, other. This isn't so. like the quarterback where Correct. it's the yeah. you know, you're or, right uh, hand right. throwing or whatever. Yep. But I, I look at this as this is why we were touting about Pierre Thomas all along. Now, everyone was thinking that, that Ingram was going to be this guy who was going to get all these, these catches anyway. No. Kerry Robinson will see a more of an uptick to be the more aggressive runner. But he's going to wear down the defenses for Pierre Thomas. And Pierre Thomas, it was it was upsetting as a, as a Pierre guy, right? And I know yeah. that you had to be upset, too, Absolutely. watching this game last week. We're like, every time someone's running the ball, is that, is that, is that Pierre? 
Nah, it's Ingram. Is that what Ah, it's Ingram. Where the goddamn is the defense? Where the hell is Pierre? Yeah. It's never Pierre. Well, their numbers are so close. The way they, the way their numerals the are same. on their jersey and the black. There's like this much space in the difference between Pierre's what twenty three and and Kerry Robinson's twenty eight and friggin' Ingram's twenty uh, twenty nine and twenty two. Right. Yeah. It's so disappointing to see the lack of usage. Of Pierre Thomas thus far, but you know what? It really is. God intervened. Absolutely. And said, <laughs> "You will play Pierre Thomas more, Sean Payton. <laughs> yes. You have no it's choice because he, he deserves this away it. from you. If there has been any player on that team that has been more, you know what? Whatever you need from me, I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. I'll make this team whatever you want me to do to help you make this team the best it can. I'll do it for you. He deserves something, and finally, I think he's going to get it." I'm not saying that Kerry Robinson isn't going to, because he will. Kerry will get a lot of those goal line stuff. Right. He's a he's a hard runner. He's actually pretty shifty as well. Uh, can catch the ball. He's not a but bad player. There's a difference though. Right, no, no. He'll say Kerry's getting like let's say he makes a long run, right? He gets um two from like the the fifteen to the to the one or two yard line. He gets winded or something. They don't have the Ingram to bring in next now. Now it's going to be Pierre that you're going to trust yeah. next. So. Watch those things. God knows we've all been in the situation where you have that running back who's made the three great plays to get him down to the two-yard line, and then all of a sudden he, he got, give it a shot. You get a breather. Yeah, what do you mean you need a breather? They're gonna go one yard. Yeah, happens all the time. What do you think is gonna happen with Brandon Cooks this week, Dogmatics? I love a Brandon Cooks this week. Um, I, I think there's a lot of underneath to be had against this Minnesota D. Um, it's it's gonna be. Trub City for them against Brandon Cooks. Guy's too quick, too shifty. I don't know if the Minnesota can handle that at all. I, I think that the running game is going to set up a lot, to be honest, for New Orleans. I think there's going to be some good running for them. But I think Cooks is the one that's going to um, take advantage of it. Um, I think that Cole Stone gets some play over the middle as yeah, well. I, I want to as jump in here though. Last week, where he was completely shut down by Hayden and the rest of them. He didn't even get a target last week, by the way, Cole Stone. Yeah. Not a single target. And where, where'd you That's have, insane. Where'd you have him ranked? He last lost week? the game for him. Uh, way down. Week. Way down. But the week before, he was way up. Uh, yeah. yeah, and he and got he the play. 110 yeah. yards. No, that, yeah. so. you got to realize these things. Believe me, I'll, I'll I steer you the right way. I want to jump in on your Brandon guys. Cooks, though, one, because I agree it's going to be Cooks, but it also could be Kenny Stills, I think. And this is Stills came back and Not played last week. And this is one of the guys, again, D-Rex, this is where I want to make you feel really good about, about the whole thing that they got going on here. These are both, him and Cooks are both two vertical guys. I think that the, after they've started out 0-2, they're going to look to try to go vertical about three or four times in the first half if they yeah, can. They have to. And and they're going to and they're going to have and again if you want to if they time it right, you can have Cooks on the field. You take a shot, it doesn't work. You can come back out with Stills on the field. He's a deep guy too. Take a shot with him. You can go back to back and have a fresh guy running the sprint every time. And, and Stills looks going to hit one against of them. the same defensive. That's what I'm saying because they're yeah, not. They won't be able out. to give up. Stills looks pretty fast when you watch him uh, in that game. It's one of the fastest. Game, 16 yards per catch ever. He came really close to hitting that uh, pylon right for a. Oh, it was 20 last year. Yeah. <laughs> he me. almost had a touchdown, but I guess he was just. A, uh, he stepped out right before he was able to hit that pylon play. But on that play, I was like, damn, this guy's, this guy's pretty oh, he solid. Is and he's, and he lo- he's much taller, as you guys pointed out this summer to me, than you thought. He's a six foot guy. He looks yeah. like he's fast enough and fleet enough, or he looks like he's more he like a Sean Jackson. But he's really not. It's that haircut that man gives him the yeah, it's the dyed, it's the dyed honey badger style cut. Now let's get to these Vikings. Yeah, let's talk yeah, about the Vikings quickly, and we'll let, uh, let's move on. We're not talking about Adrian Peterson. Well, all we know is that if he plays, 
it's a great start because yeah. that's the one thing I'm surprised. This Saint defense was supposed to be vaunted. I'm curious to see if it looks better. Are they the worst defense right now? They're like? pretty damn bad. I think they're the worst for fantasy they're not, because well, they're not they're not getting any sacks. They're not getting any turnovers. They're not they're just not they're not giving you any impact plays, and they're giving up a lot of points. So if you're in these leagues where where your points cost you, then they're costing you points. So the, I was targeting them. I'm glad I wasn't. I know. Able, I, I, I did I target them. To, I, I wasn't able to I'm, get them. I'm now going to find out. I'm going to give them this one week against a bad Minnesota or an unproven Minnesota yeah. offense. If you can't do it at home Pick against this team, I'm get, you're gone. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Makes the, sense. Last chance. Yeah. But worst against the QBs. Seventh worst against running backs. Uh, second worst against tight uh, against <laughs> wide receivers, and not so good against tight ends either. It, it's bad. So. Is that from the Pyro uh, Power Rankings of uh, Cordero Patterson? Oh, yeah. Could have party. a big game in Stangers. this one. You know, Patterson is. Uh, I understand he's not the consistent. Uh, my money goes well. I guess the, the carries, whatever. He's getting touches. He's electric. They're gonna find a way. And against a poor defense, all you gotta do is get a guy like him the ball in space three to five times, and he's gonna break one of them. Yeah. And Kyle Rudolph should have a nice game in this one too. Yeah, Kyle Rudolph. Um, he stunk it up this week. He did. Yeah, he, uh, but you know what, dude? The, the guy, he got targeted, though. He got targeted. He actually had him. I think he actually had him. That castle was so bad. Yeah, he sucked. He was so bad. How bad was he? Uh, Real bad. So bad that I can see Bridgewater getting in in the next few games. Rudolph, got, Rudolph had five catches for 53 yards. That's pretty good for a yeah. tight end, actually. Yeah. That's average. Yeah, you know, That's yeah. not something that you're, like, you're going to go ride home about. But five for fifty-three ain't bad. Getting targeted eight times, and they went deep to to a couple times, which was nice to see out of the North Turner offense, which yeah. is what's going to happen. You put this up against New Orleans, and I have a feeling there's going to be a shootout happening. I mean, Minnesota's going to have to pass that ball oh, yeah. a bit for sure. This is a good chance. That's why the Saints have this. This is their last chance for their defense to come back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I, I can see Kyle Rudolph actually having a pretty decent game. Let me just right. say this for for those of you guys. If, uh, I put him in the uh, waiver wire pickups this week. Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, mm-hmm. keep your eye on it. It's 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 uh, it's on the frontier is is coming. Because if Castle continues to go for a, a one touchdown, four interception game, turns the ball over, and and they're out of it, and if AP gets suspended, he's Here's, coming up. So, if you beat and, Manning and you throw four interceptions. I don't. I don't think about uh, what, what you know. What's his name? Bob, right. Right. You know. But no. But here's also the rookies, the rookies. This. This. And I hate to rebring it up. But the whole Peterson thing is huge. If the NFL and they do come out and they suspend him, you're now a team in in the Vikings that we're trying to bring him back because you're trying to keep interest in your team. Well, if you lost him and your 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 you know one and two or one and three one and four at this point or maybe two and three even. And he's off now. Yeah. You got to bring in the rookie. Give give your fans something to cheer for. Well, it's a funny thing because they would have done that if he wasn't a rookie in this game. The second interception. Oh yeah. And he was so they they would have brought him in if it was oh, Sean. If it was Sean Hill as a backup. Yeah. They were chanting for. Him. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Chanting Watch for Bridgewater. That By the way, the Patriots. The Patriots uh, scored me twenty two points with their defense, along with Dan Bailey. Uh, Allowed me to, uh, you to basically destroy uh, and, and Jimmy Graham, the three of those two uh, together. And that's why D Rex and I don't play kickers or defense. I know, and I, this is also part why you should get rid of uh, when uh, your kickers, kickers and defenses win you weeks. Right. 
I agree. You, you got to get rid of it. And here's what I would tell you again: how you doesn't how make, you alleviate it makes that? not fun. Here's how you alleviate that. You, I, I agree. You can eliminate kickers if you want to, because I don't think that that there's a value. And I would say you add an extra flex spot to your team, or you, if you're if you're a two wide receiver in a flex, you go three wide receiver in a flex, and no kicker. And instead of a team defense, you start two defensive players. That's a, that's a, that that's a good like way it. for everyone to get an early introduction into IDP. I mean, I play. Two defensive linemen, two linebackers, like two defensive backs, and a, and a flex. But if you have to at least play two defensive players, now you get the idea of who makes plays and who doesn't. I'm more of a fan of doing if you if you don't do want to have uh, you know that kind of situation. You actually have NFL coaches. You draft <laughs> NFL coaches. I like it. You okay. get points on uh, when they throw the red flag for a challenge. Okay. So you want challenges. But, but if they lose the challenge, you lose some points. Oh. If they win it, you get some points. I want to win or lose based on Lovey Smith's actions on the sideline, and no, that he is he is not he is not dead. We, that's not weekend of Bernie on the sideline. That is Lovey Smith. Who's your involvement? Oh, Mr. Tierney, a history of slight mental illness. <laughs> no wonder he's so fucked up. Slight? I appreciate it. Slight? That's the that's the best thing that anybody's ever ever said to me. You have a slight. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the uh, next so game. So good. At the Titans at the Bengals. We know the Bengals are uh, really sweet. Let's kind of breeze through this game because it kind of feels like we've talked about players from both these a lot, the Bengals right. and the Titans, more than any other. Can so, I, I'll give you my, I want to give you Fly the, through it in three minutes. Let me give you please. my Cincinnati taste. Because, dog, you're the Mr. Giovanni Bernard guy. He, he, I drafted him in my second round. So happy. Thank you. He was amazing. And he's going to be amazing again this week. Yep. Uh, the fact is that he's doing it both ends with the, the rushes and in the receptions. Yep. Had the amazing 46-yard catch and run this last week. Yep. That was just insane. But, again, why Jeremy Hill is also now fantasy relevant. And now we actually saw the effect of... What Cincinnati wants to do when they're at home and they can get ahead, or when they're any game that they get ahead, they want to run the ball. We talked about going from the Jay Gruden offense to to uh, Hugh Jackson Hugh offense. Jackson, yep. This week, you didn't notice it in week one because they threw the ball a lot. Week two, they threw the ball twenty four times. Yeah. They ran the ball forty five times. Yeah. Oh man! It's, it's, listen, it's it's all <laughs> this one is going to be all running. All running all day long. A.J. Green will be out. I'll tell you that right now. I don't believe that he's going to play in this one. Uh, Tennessee is a very good pass defense, actually. That's what they actually specialize in on their defensive side. They can be run against. Uh, a la DeMarco Murray last yeah, week. Who right. had how many yards? 160-something that was? I think it was. Yeah, I mean, and that's just one guy. Right. You're talking, you got... Uh, you got your Giovanni Bernard and Jeremy Hill. This is the thing, too, right? Because why now, and, and, and again, I, I believe now in what I in what Hugh Jackson's doing there, and I'm glad that I have both these running backs because I even have both of them on one of my teams. And and I think that it's just like we were talking about with LaShawn McCoy and Darren Sproles where people are starting both of these guys. You can do this now. And you can do it here because, again, you want to have the one guy who's going to get the big splash. And I, every week, if they're successful... And you remember how good Giovanni was with a, a mediocre at best Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, who could not do anything. All he could do was 
gain you the three, four yards, and just try to keep drives alive. Yeah. Hill is punishing defenders when, when, they, when they take him down. Period. And he's bruising that defense to the point where then Giovanni comes in, and it's, they're breaking big plays. Yeah. Because the defense is beat up. Hey, Giov- Giovanni doesn't have a great yards per carry at this point. How about his receptions? He doesn't need it. 16 targets, 11 receptions, 141 yards on receptions already. I think that's more than every receiver except for like 15 in the entire league. Sick. That's disgusting, dude. Disgusting. This guy is going to be used and used hardcore. I, I, listen. You know what it's going to be? I love my Andy Dalton. The guy is a very steady player. But he wasn't going to be what he was last year. If you were hoping for him to be another top five guy, think again. The guy is going to be 15, 16 for you this year. And he doesn't have any fine. weapons right now. Yeah, what's and going, on? What's going on with AJ? So, How long so, he AJ Green, from what I hear, listen, it's not that big of a deal. It's going to be a bit of a foot issue. It's not quite turf toe, um, and it's not quite a tear of anything. But it's, I think it's going to keep him out this week. If he really wanted to play this week, if they really needed him this week, he probably could play. I don't think that he would actually risk it himself. Well, they're 2-0, and all, right? I mean, so. Yeah, there's no reason for right. it whatsoever. So he's going to take this week off. The bye week for them happens to be week four. Perfect. So he gets two weeks off. There you go. He'll get it all rested. Everything will be hunky-dory again. About this too. Come back week five. You talk about the Dalton thing, too, because I think he's just it's going to be bad this week because, again, they don't have anyone to throw the ball to. It's Muhammad Sanu. Okay? Who ain't that bad? I know, but... Yeah, ain't that bad. He's not that bad, but he's not your number one. No. And so here's the other thing that you may also and get the benefit of. Marvin Jones comes this back my week point. Five. This is my point. Okay, okay, that's where I'm going. So if you're looking at a guy, you know, where you're saying Dalton is down and we know they're, they're running the ball more, and let's say now that they're going to go into another game where Dalton's going to have less than 25 pass attempts. Okay? So this is, again... Talking in trade talks here. If you're a guy uh, like me uh, in leagues that I'm, I'm dying for a quarterback in one league, here's a guy that I could probably get on the cheap because True. he's going to have low stats for two weeks in a row. You're going to be able to talk about the trends of the fact that uh, look how many times they've, they've run the ball more than 40 times each of the last two games. This is what Hugh Jackson does, and you can preach the whole thing. But again, it's because they don't have anyone to throw the ball to. Um, now you're going to have Marvin Jones come back in week five. Then you have Marvin Jones, Sanu, and you have A.J. Green back. Now you have a full complement of weapons. Now you've already established that you have a power and an effective running game. Now he can be more effective down the stretch, and it's going to be whatever the defense wants to give you, but they're going to lean more to the run always to set up the pass. Yeah, and, and That's I mean, fine. And it, even the setting up the pass thing, too, is also Giovanni Bernard. You know, they passed it to him quite a bit, and they did quite a bit last year either way. So, I mean, Dalton's still going to get his little yards just passing out of the backfield to a Giovanni. And Gio, who had, like, what, 60-some on 60, 50-60 catches last year, is on pace now for close to 90. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Sick. And we called that. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to ask a quick couple questions to each of you, and if you can answer, and then we're going to move on. Are you worried about Wright? Uh, kind of, he was a little banged up in this game. Uh, didn't, have a, didn't have a great one. Uh, kind of right. Uh, moving forward, and this is he is he is he golden or, or is there uh, something to be worried about in this passing attack? No, I th- obviously I th- I think there's okay. something to be worried about the running attack. Yeah, no, I, I think I think it'll end up being okay. I mean, Kendall Wright is what he is, and I hope I was hoping it was going to expand a little bit more than it has, um, but it hasn't quite yet. I think there's still growing pains. Obviously, I wish Jake Locker was growing more into it. This should have been a game where Locker could have established himself, yeah. but he didn't. 
Yeah. And that's I, the story of his career. It, it is the story of his it career. Is. And it's too bad, but he's got the receivers to be able to do something with. Right. I mean, Nate, if Nate Washington is your worst receiver at this point, Justin Hunter's got potential and a half. Kendall Wright is a fucking explosion waiting to happen. Uh, it, it's got to happen at some point. Your Delaney Walker's obviously a stud. Big game. A lot better than people realize and, this guy. Again, right, a guy that is your... You have a Delaney Walker, and I went against him in a, in a league <laughs> this week. Oh, I didn't say. I didn't oh, You can't win when you play a guy that starts a Delaney Walker because it's like he was the second tight end he started against me in a flex. Oh, God. <laughs> like, you got to be kidding me. He started Delaney so, Walker in the flex right. against you. But, but again, you, <laughs> you got shrinked I light did. up your rapist. I did. I mean, I don't even know what that means, but... Uh, I wish everyone could see the gesture that yeah, he gave. Gestures, we know exactly what you meant. Yeah. But I will tell you this, too, is that I want to go back to your Kendall Wright fact with this, is because the running game, they don't have a running game. Yeah. So there's no respect for the running game. These receivers are... Are all have two safeties back? They're never putting an extra safety in the in the in the box. They're never putting eight in the box. They're stopping the run with seven in the box. Which, by the way, leads me to believe that within the next two weeks, Sankey, 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 right, gonna and that's going to happen. What did he get? Two carries or four carries this week? He's been in if it was like exactly. three, and he's been it did like nothing with him. They're gonna. It's coming. They need. It's it. coming. He's still learning it all, and they're 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 smart. Usually, what happens for like the slow learning curve, especially because it's not a slow learning curve with running backs. Four weeks. By week five, five and six. That's when he. I I expect him to start going from if he's still getting the two or three or four carries to getting seven, eight to ten, twelve carries. Here's the thing about rookie running backs that a lot of people don't quite understand is that when a defense sees a rookie running back come on the field, they know he's getting the ball. Hmm. Because they know that he's not in there for pass protection. There's better running backs on the team for pass protection. He's not in there to be a a decoy. He's in there because he's going to get the ball. So they know exactly what to do against him. That's why rookie running backs have a very tough time succeeding. Until they get a reputation of being able to pass protect... And being able to do the other things besides just run the ball. They are in there, and they're going to get their ass kicked. That's a great point. It is. It is. I love it. All right, let's let's, uh, close out that game, and we'll move on to the next one. This one's going to be the Ravens at the Browns. Obviously a nice close rivalry there. You know, Browns looked like uh, they came back. Awesome game. Let's let's talk about the most exciting thing about the Browns, though. Besides them winning the game. Johnny Football has got a couple uh, packages, packages yeah. for him, and I expect that package to grow in uh, in, in in the coming weeks. You know, it's basically like um, it's basically like my underpants when I'm watching porn. <laughs> that, that package is gonna grow. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh, wait, wait, I, got, I gotta believe that I have something here for that. I know Val. Verde does. That's the last time, Bender. That's the last time you ever make me look bad in front of those kids. Do you hear me? I make $31,000 a year, and I've got a home, and I'm not about to throw it away on some punk like you. <laughs> I wish I made 30000 and had a home. <laughs> how, am I how things have changed? I make yes. much more than 30000 and not even close to having a home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we love you. Uh, Ravens at Browns. We got um, Hoyer. 
come on, man. You know, you got you're talking about uh, Johnny, Johnny football. football getting in there, but Hoyer's locked in. Hoyer, this is this is a smart move. I think I like I like. What I've I'm said it from the beginning. The guy's a winner. He's he good. is. He's just a winner. He I, listen. He he's not the best quarterback in the world. He's not the most accurate quarterback in the world. He's he is not going to win you games on his own. But he's a winner in general, and he knows how to take a team to the precipice of winning. Or, Whether or it's him doing it. He won't lose you a game. He won't cost you a game. He's exactly. not going to make dumb mistakes that cost you a game. Yeah. he's just He just handles a game very well to the point where, hey, I mean, if you are void of a complete stud as your starter, he's a guy who can bring you some wins. And that's what he's doing at this point. He, I mean, winning last week at home, obviously, I don't know if it would happen in New Orleans, but winning at home against New Orleans is a big win. I don't care how it happened. I don't care if it was Terrence West and Crowell, uh, Isaiah Crowell, well, uh, running them to that victory. It was still Hoyer who brought that team he, to He completed it. 60% of his passes. He yep. went through for 204 yards, threw a touchdown, no interceptions. The last drive. Yeah. He's, doing, it, what you need, it, yeah. he's doing what you need him to do. Well, and, talk, and, he, and he doesn't let the game get over him. But let's talk about the running Let's talk back. about guys that are actually going to start. So, well, while he's great for football, Hoyer, if he's your starting quarterback, your team's got no shot this year. Uh, Terrence West, on the other hand, is a guy that, wow, Ben Tate already down. We know that. Once we called, we knew that was going to happen. Leg issues out the wazoo, they're already upon us as a, on his new team. Terrence West. And Isaiah Crowell. Let's, let's Crowell. Yeah, 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 good package. Mm-hmm. Talk about both those guys. They both look good. They, they both looked great. Let me put it this way. Uh, what, how many years did they sign Ben Tate to? Uh, hopefully, hopefully one. Hopefully half a year. Hopefully one. Because, <laughs> hopefully it was half. Yeah, right. Can you sign people to half years? Who cares? If one is one year, just, just call it a half year. They don't have contract. any loyalty to the guy. This is, the future, this is your money. future running back tandem. And, and, and again, it's the story of Ben Tate. He is the guy. He's like the last guy that dates a girl before she gets married all the time. And he's like doing this thing over and over again. He's the guy that's like, you're our starter. Oh, no, you're not. You got hurt. Oh, no, Adrian Foss is our starter. Oh, you're our starter. Oh, no, 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 we're going to go with Terrence West. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're healthy. We're not even going to use you as a backup. We let go of Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, it, how the things change. It's, it's That's what happens. Yeah. And, again, both of these guys are effective. You know, you're coming in here as rookies, and you're saying defenses lick their chops and go, we know you're getting the ball. Well, I mean, so, okay, uh, Crowell has been probably – he. Shown a lot more flashing, I think. Uh, Terrence West had the very nice catch this last week. They took him for a touchdown. But he wasn't as effective running the ball. He did have 100 rushing yards in the first game, though. So everyone, they were all looking at him. Crowell in the first game had the two touchdowns, but just had like the goal line touches. Now they gave Crowell the other carries, and he had 11 carries for 54 yards. You know what? They, they beat the shit out of that defense. They sure did. Is what they did. And, and Crowell did a great job beating the crap out of him a little bit more towards the end, which was perfect. It was a great game plan, I'll tell you that. Ben Tate, as we were just talking about right there, is signed for next year. He is. But I... for very little bit. Well, there you go. Most of it was for this first year and a lot of his in-game bonuses. Oh, even smarter. Yes, yeah. even smarter. Now, here's which... the other thing I'll tell you about if you're looking at these two running backs. I like Crowell, but they're... Crowell's a guy that they're trying to build up more. If, if you remember when we were watching the game, he had like one good run after West had a run. And he's like, I got to come out. He's like, I got to come out. He's like, he got winded early. So yeah. this is a guy that I worry more about him. I don't know that he was a guy that had as much of an extensive workload uh, 
in preseason and in, in college as a guy like Terrence West did. So West is probably, you know, won't hit that rookie wall as early as Crowell. Agreed. Agreed. What's up with uh, Jordan Cameron? Is he out this week? Is he going to play? Um, it's, it's iffy at this point. Um, it was iffy last week, and uh, he didn't play. But I'm I, guessing no because there's just no information coming out. Yeah, I haven't heard a single thing, to be quite honest. Um, I will let you know within the next day or two. Keep checking out the site, and I will let you know. Cool. Yeah, there's always in, in the player rankings piece that uh, we're putting out every week, there's always going to be injury updates. And, you know, we're not up to the friggin' minute, but Jog does a good job going back in and trying to keep things as uh, on top of it as possible. So, uh, <clears throat> one, one, one quick mes- uh, mention, and I, I, then we'll go into the Ravens really quickly. Because uh, we're doing okay, but we need we could, we we could get faster a little bit again. Is um, one thing I want to mention on you guys asking questions via the site, via Facebook, via Twitter, via the Second Opinions, which is now back up on the site. It's kind of a pyro promo, but just a, a word of the wise, guys. There's a, we love football too, and we work our balls off from Thursday. I mean, literally from Sunday. I mean, by the... By, Sunday to by, Sunday. Yeah. Half, half, yeah, Sunday to Sunday. Halftime, we had our pickups piece. On Twitter, I put it out, and they were like, do you guys sleep? Do you guys... Like, he's like, what are you guys doing? We go nuts. The one thing that I say, it doesn't irk us, but it bums us out because we feel like sometimes you guys feel like we're not giving you your due. Don't ask us questions at 11.45 Central Standard Time. We're either going to a bar... To watch the game. We're either sitting down to finally decompress and enjoy the game so that we know what the frick we're talking about. Making a list, or, check up our own six teams that we Yeah, own. doing our own lineups and, and, and trying to win that stuff there. On top of that, you and I went to the, went to the game week one, so right. we went to the game, so I had to leave two hours. That. This week, you're going to New York to see the Bears and, and, the, Jet, and the Jets. Just... Ask us questions a little bit earlier, like these these questions, like five minutes on all our fronts before the game start. We're not going to get them to you, so it's it's a waste of time for you. I, I will say, um, to, to, to our credit and to on their behalf, whoever's asking the questions, it may seem like we have like 45, 50 to 100 people <laughs> yeah, working yeah. for us. Yeah. You're you're hearing it. This yeah. is it. You're hearing we got, it. Well, we've got we've got we more have, than that. Yeah, we got, about, we got yeah, about three yeah, or four yeah, other people. Stag party who is not here works his ass off for us. Stag party not asking questions. Stag party is integral. As oh, okay, I did say Valverde while I Okay, yeah. It was kind of Yeah, Valverde. We have Mo. I mean, we have a few other guys who are writing for us and taking care of business. But this is not, I mean, listen, we are trying our asses off and we put together everything we possibly can. When it comes to like last minute stuff, we don't have a team of a hundred people no. who are sitting there every second waiting for this. Rule of thumb, if you really want to get your question answered, if you ask us any question before 11 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time, 12 o'clock a.m. on the East, Eastern Standard Time, Nine o'clock. That would be noon, uh, actually, not twelve a.m. Uh, That'd be noon. Noon, right, right, right Eastern. Right, right, right. Give yourself as much time as give possible. You give us an hour before, before the game before starts. Any game chart, any questions? We'll, I'll make sure you get. You're, they'll, they'll be one hundred percent. But above and beyond that, be the prepared Maybe guy. Maybe forty-five minutes before. No, not that, you, that. I don't even want to condone that. You guys are prepared. You're listening to this podcast on Tuesday. Know what questions you got going into the week. Ask us on Thursday. Ask us on Friday. Ask us Saturday. If you got to do it early morning Sunday because of new intel and new information, okay. But you're on top of it. You are hardcore. 
Get your questions out when early. We, when, yeah, when Give we get that time live show. really love it. Because I'm telling you, if you do it an hour before the games on that Sunday, and there's 16 questions that we just got in the span of three minutes, we're burning through those so we can get all 16. Yeah. And we're not going to give you the TLC you need. So When we just, get that live show... On Sirius XM, yes. uh, which is going to be coming. Yes. When we get that live show, you can ask us up to the minute, up until game time. That'll happen for you guys. But until then, you know. Give us a little window. Give us a little window. Relax. I'll get it. Grab some wood there, bub. What do you think? I was born yesterday. You think I'm going to have you roaming these halls? Grab some wood, bub. Grab some wood. So that's that's our word to you guys. Love it. All right. Five cool. minutes before the game, grab some wood. Dogmatica, you're not allowed to say a word on the Ravens. Dogmatica, give me some overview on. I don't want to like, say nothing. What, Does what you want to know what? what? You think about the Ravens. What can happen there? And then we'll move on to the next game. I right. do own a Raven. It's only Tory Smith, and he's never seen my starting lineup for a while. As Convince he, me as, otherwise. As he shouldn't. What are you thinking? Bernard Pierce put up a, a, a pretty good game last week. Um, uh, a good 20, 25 of the yards came in garbage time at the end. But I still like what I'm seeing out of him. Um, obviously, there's no more Ray Rice. So Ray, uh, so, so Bernard's going to get some good carries. He's going to get some good play this one. Justin Forsett, I think, could get a, a good 10 touches as well, to be quite honest. Because I think they might be behind a little bit. And Forsett works a little bit better in the passing game. Um, Flacco, not a quarterback to use outside of Baltimore. He's a homer. He is not a guy that you want to use on the road. I would not even think about that. Troy Smith, mm, probably not going up against a Joe Hayden. Uh, he's actually had a little bit of success here and there, but I wouldn't do it in this one. It's just not a pretty picture for uh, Baltimore. Pitta could actually get a ton of targets simply because of everything I just mentioned. Pitta wouldn't be a bad start for him. And he's, Pitta's definitely Flacco's... Uh... Go to yeah, guy go when to it comes guy. down he's, to. He's it. got the most comfort with them. Period. All right, move on to uh, Packers. They're going to be at uh, the, the Lions. Nice little NFC North matchup. What what do you what do you expect, Dog? How about you just kind of come up with this game in, in a handful of minutes, and we can move on and kind of catch up. Let's okay. talk about I mean, this. Could be a this, is, no, this is an exciting. It's, game. it's a good one. It but I'm telling you guys, we're, we're 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 moving towards three and a half, four hours. Today. Okay. So I will say right now, <laughs> and actually Houdini, I am going to give this one to you because here's what I'm going to lead it off with: 80 points scored in this game. Go. All right. Well, obviously Aaron Rodgers is a fantastic start. We've seen what Detroit is doing now in that new offense. Even though it didn't click this last week, uh, this game being in Detroit makes a big difference. Again, it's the indoor-outdoor. Matthew Stafford much better at home than he is on the road. Just like all these dome guys, for whatever reason, the teams are built that way. Calvin Johnson should be able to terrorize uh, this Packer defense. I expect also, for those of you guys that have been Joint Bell, scared the hell out of everyone with the two fumbles. One uh, they recovered, and yes. then the next one goes away. And then he did sit for a while. He did come back. He'll still get his carries. Uh, this is a great week for them to right the ship on the running game. The Packers can't stop the run. Period. The Jets ran the ball down their damn throat. Yes. Chris Johnson ivory. couldn't do anything. But it, right. Chris but Johnson could do Ivory. Ivory is the joint bell. Right. Chris Johnson is the Reggie, Reggie Bush. Bush. However. And Chris Johnson had, by the way, 12 carries, 21 yards. Yes. However, Reggie Bush had an insane game against uh, Green Bay last year. 
playing for Detroit. He had, uh, it was like 120-some-odd yards uh, rushing and 60-some-odd receiving, and I think at least not just one touchdown, but it might have been two touchdowns. Uh, but Joy Bell also had an insane game against them last year. They play each other twice, obviously. Mm-hmm. So both of these guys are worth starting this week. No shit. Yeah, again, it's that fast turf. It's, again, with the Packers really just floundering on defense right now. Uh, without B.J. Raji in the center of that Injuries, line, yep. that has just destroyed what they're trying to do there on defense. Um, Eric Ebron, not a guy that you're going to start yet, but start keeping your eye on him because he did play in week one. Not that you would have known if you looked at the box scores because he didn't hit any, he didn't even get a target. He did start to show up a little bit. This is a guy that they're going to start to work in because, again, we all agree here, Brandon Pettigrew is not the dynamic answer for what this offense needs. No. They just need this kid to be able to know what his assignments are, make the blocks, and don't drop passes. Um, a couple Go ahead other with Packers and, and toot your horn on your Jordy Nelson also. Uh, yeah, high-ranked, good call. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, dude, I've had this guy ranked. I had this guy ranked fourth in the beginning of the year. Dude, All right? too. Yeah, I, I love this fucking guy, and so does Aaron Rodgers. And he's going to love him for the rest of the year. This is another one. Where he's going to love him. He loved him in week one against Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and week one in Seattle, and you knew he was going to go against Sherman. It didn't matter. He was going to get double covered on the other side. He still loved him for eight eight catches for like 80, 82 yards. 82 yards, yards, something like that. Didn't score the touchdown for you, but this last week, he did it for you. That and he's going to do so it the rest sad. of the year. This guy is cut. going to be a... I was wrong. It's not top four. This guy is top three, if not top two receiver this year. No, no shit. No doubt. Because, so fun to watch. You know, it, it's like you look at the guys who would potentially compete for that, right? Julio Jones, Des Bryant. They're not doing it. No. And and you look at the at the fluidity too. Again, having Aaron Rodgers there and at least having a guy in Eddie Lacy who's the threat of a running game yep. helps set up Jordy so much better. I don't like Eddie Lacy so much in this game. If that's what you were going to yeah. ask right yeah. there, D Rex. Yep. Um, I don't like Eddie Lacy so much. Detroit has a very tough run defense. Yeah. They're going to make sure that Lacey does nothing against them. They're going to try and make it be an Aaron Rodgers versus Matt Stafford game. They're going to try and make it be a, a, a Megatron versus a Jordy Nelson game. A Megatron versus a White a Whiteatron. It's going to be you know it's going to be those two guys going against each other. If Randall Cobb beats a Golden Tate, so be it. That might be a situation right there. There's uh, three tight ends for Green Bay that could do anything. There's three tight ends for Detroit that could do yeah, anything. Yeah, no kidding. Talk about like how uh, for you, this guy, that guy's a gamer too. You're talking about he's like the you're like the moxie of a of a uh, of a Austin Davis. I love the balls, the big balls on a, on, on a for you. I agree. This guy just he will. El- Elephant Titus is the nuts. I take pictures of him all the time. The guy's yeah. fucking six foot seven. Yeah. Well, I got to, you know, it, it, excuse me for being a virgin. I'm sorry. You know, but, you know, but, you know I've already excused you. There's That's a right. lot of our that listeners. Was okay. of that was reserved for Tim Tebow, but he's, out of the, but he's out of the league. It could come now down. Now he's on Good Morning It honestly could come down to the third receiver on each team. Who's the third receiver? Ross. On? Ross is Detroit. Yes, I love my Jerry yeah, Ross. Yeah, he's nice, but he fought. He, he had a fumble on, on the return game. Yeah, he did have a fumble on the return game, but he is dynamic. Yeah, no. He's, Who's he's, number three on Green Bay it's right Jared now? Boykin. No, no, it's the guy. Oh, Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams. Devontae Adams. Adams. Right, yeah. I like That's that. my boy. I'm like a that. huge fan of Devontae. I put him up there, as I said, beginning of the year as 
We will see. I say thought he was the number four. No. I thought you said it was the he four. He was the oh, four okay. receiver yeah, right, right, right. on Green Bay. Always <laughs> makes a difference. He has already moved up to number three. Okay, that's what I'm talking. Before about. we move on, so to now Jared Boykin's in the in the vaunted fourth receiver role. No, said, I said no, 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 no. no, 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 no I'm just messing. You know, I'm just messing. Well, I liked your whole Whitetron, Megatron, and Whitetron. Yeah. I think from now on we're calling Jordy Nelson Whitetron. No, Crackertron. 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 Number eighty-seven. Crackertron. Love it. Yeah, I like that name. That's a good one. Not Sherry. When have you ever gotten laid? I've laid lots of times. I just got laid. Sure. By, that, by a new name, new name right there. All right. Yep. Colts at Jaguars. Colts game we watched last night. I will tell you, uh, listeners, that that interception by Andrew Luck last night lost me the week. I was down. Had luck. He brought me back into the mix, put me up by one point. I was so, so happy that I was going to pull out a victory against a real lippy opponent of mine. Uh, It was just so, so exciting. Drives happening, close game, all this good stuff. Throws that interception, I ended up losing by one point. God, can fantasy football really give you a hasoy right to the you-know-what. That was a tough one. It was a tough loss. But before we go on anything... Andrew Luck to the to the talk like Dogmatica is guaranteed to be a top five QB this year. This guy is fantasy gold. fantasy gold, and you know we talked about him a bunch at the beginning of the show with Houdini's uh, leagues and, uh, and talking about teams and stuff. But guys, no, be, no, awesome. we, we were talking about him in, in, uh, yeah, in the yeah. sense of a guy like like Philip Rivers. Franchise you would love to have this yeah. guy forever, yes. So we don't need to talk about him much more. Trent Richardson had some gl- had some moments where he actually looked like, oh, wait, and then he also on. looked like Trent when he fumbled the ball. And then he sucks. Yeah, he so, fumbled the fucking ball, but there was there was some, some glimmering This was moments. the best he's looked, yeah. but again. As a Colt. As a Colt, but again, all but, those be- best runs that he had were like 11-yard runs, where it's, he doesn't, when you see a guy hit that, that initial hole, does he blow through the hole and does he get to the next level? He's, when he's getting to the next level, to the linebacker level, he still has a defensive lineman that's like right on his, on his yeah, haunches and, and tackling his legs. So He'll get another five yards, but there's, but there's no explosion. There's, and there's no chance for a big play. No, no chance. Because he's, he's never, he's never, he's never going to get to the open field and push it and, go, and, and accelerate and, and blow past anybody. And then when Ahmad makes some oh my God. runs, he's set six. He, what, what he can do is he can get through the hole, right. but then he starts fucking dancing too much. Like, he actually gets to that eight yard, that, that seven yard behind the line to the second line of defense. But then all of a sudden he's doing jibber jabber. It's almost like the inversion of what Trent Richardson does. Trent Richardson can't get there. Uh, so we need a weird. combination of them both. You need a yeah. guy like, like Bradshaw who could just get to that level and then have the, the bruising running yeah. back who says, just come and hit me if you can. There was yeah. a stat I put out last year about Ahmad Bradshaw where over the last five years, the five years that I'm talking about last year, five years before that, uh, he was the 10th most touchdowns in the entire league, even though he had played only two-thirds the amount of games as everybody else on that list. That's insane. Yeah. And it showed last night. Or two, or two nights. Or actually, two nights for you when you re- listen to this. Uh, I mean, the guy is a touchdown machine. And you put him on a team like Indianapolis, which is as dynamic as it is, and a, a high-scoring offense as it is, he's the guy to own. 
You don't. I, I'm sorry to say. I listen. I love. I still like a Trent Richardson, but Ahmad Bradshaw. He's the man. I Period. don't like Trent Richardson. Yeah, Ahmad Bradshaw should be available in a lot of your leagues. Go get him now, because all it takes is one more Trent fumble, three more games or or three more games of 3.5 to 3.6 yards per carry that it goes away from Trent. My thoughts on this team is <laughs> but they're they are going to win through the air. They're basically at this point like, fuck. I agree, Ahmad's better play than Trent. I'm, I'm, I'm caving in. Period. But I think that oh, at the end of the day, they're like, all right, we just need luck to start running a little more. We need to win this shit through the air. We need to start using our tight ends and our wide. I just feel like they're going to just be a lot of fantasy points and a lot of hope for them in an NFL you, you, game you, sense you, so through you, the air. You do like my luck. You're gonna love it this top, week. Yeah. He's top five. He's top five quarterback. No question. No question. Against Jacksonville this week. He's number one right now. By the way. Uh, I know. <laughs> and this, this game's in Jacksonville, division foe. But zero and two Indy is going to look to just roll them early. Luck. I'm expecting four touchdown passes and maybe one, if not two touchdown runs. So you're thinking luck? Wow. Don't I'm be thinking, a lady tonight. I'm thinking luck be. Number one quarterback of the week. <laughs> well, I don't know where you got him ranked, but in my mind, maybe I'm being a little ambitious. Oh, it's it's, gonna, it's, it's at least five touchdowns. Tonight, if it's not four and one, then it's three and two. It's however he's getting. He's getting to five. All right, let's quickly uh, quickly talk about the Jaguars. Oh my God, it's so funny seeing the ticker and the the streak down at the bottom of the games with Gerhardt. Gerhardt has six carries for five yards, seven carries for four yards, eight carries for three yards. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what, wait, what's going on? There's one, one end's going up, the other one's going down. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a kind of is with, with men like him. Oh, um, one end always going up, the other one going down. And I, I, don't, I don't know what to say about this guy. It's pretty much over for yeah. him. Anybody who thought that this white giant was the next coming, you're wrong. Wrong. Storm and, Johnson, uh, who's next in line? In the words of Public Enemy, don't, 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 don't believe, believe the hype. It's a Denard Robinson. Denar- oh. That's what I'm thinking it's going to be. Seriously? Shoelace. But you yeah. got to change. I mean, he, he's got to, he, that's got to, he's more of a fleet back. Or, a, you know, you can't, you can't hand the ball to He's him. a oh, Dexter McCluster at best. He's puny. Right. We're all bigger than this guy. I don't know what, I don't know what they do. Storm Johnson's still injured. I mean, he's he's, yeah, he's injured. He hasn't been active for the first two games. Yeah, let's just you know, move on. What, do, what even, do you think? Oh. Let's talk about, is, isn't Lee hurt? Marquise right, no, Lee? Let, no, no. Uh, uh, you do Her, your thing. Her, Hearns got a little bit injured. Uh, Lee got a little bit injured. Lee's going to be fine. Hearns is going to be a little bit iffy. I'm not sure what's going to happen with him. The one who made the biggest difference was Alan uh, Robinson. Robinson. Penn State rookie. Yes. Seven targets, five catches. Uh, eighty something, uh, seventy was, something uh, yards, seventy to actually 80, six targets, four catches, seventy five yards, seventy five yards. Yeah, it was it was two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a minus two differential between the two. But uh, I, I still believe that in the end, um, it would have been a, Mer- a Mercedes Lewis, except he's injured now too. It's going to be a Clay Harbor. This team is in such disarray. There's nothing going on. I wouldn't even worry about you know a Marquise Lee. I wouldn't worry about a Cecil Shorts. I wouldn't do anything with any of these guys. I'd trade him if you can for my nut. 
But no, see, but I, I, see, I know we have one. I disagree. No, that's me. Um, <laughs> um, no, that, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I got three. Yeah, I'm sorry. My, I three. To my left, Don Manica, as usual, across the land, Houdini. <laughs> being, being Houdini. Uh, being John Malkovich. Um, so, um, the thing for me is that it's, it's, it's Alan Robinson and Mark Easley both have potential here. I wouldn't say trade him, get rid of him, whatever. Just you're not going to be starting it right now. Know that if you have either of these two guys on your roster, on your bench, that they should be at toward the bottom of your bench. These are the guys that are should be your if uh, if you start three wide receivers, it should be your fifth or sixth wide receiver or something like that. But they have potential because as the season goes on, these guys are going to grow and they're going to one of them is going to stand out and get a lot more targets every game. And you know, young guys surprise you. All of a sudden, they learn how to play football really well at this level. So yeah. one thing worth mentioning. Uh, you got Welker got reinstated. Didn't play last week, but could have. So I don't know. We'll get to Welker on that one. Uh, you know, we got uh, Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. Ten, Ten games. games. Blackman not coming back. Nobody's his, his infraction was it was last year. So he, they're not able to. Val Verde. So he's Blackman is a guy that I actually drafted in that kind of last pick. I'm like maybe something happens. Blackman, you can drop now. There's some defensive guys too that we could probably talk about. I'm sure Houdini's well, got him on mind, but well, well, let's Greg get to let's get to the next game and go to the Raiders. Are going to be at Gillette uh, playing the Patriots. Raiders. I'll start. Start with go Raiders. Ahead. Okay, Maurice Jones Drew, not probable to come back. I do not believe he will be back this game. They'll probably give him out one more um, after his hand surgery. Uh, so that means it's a Darren McFadden. Don't like it in this game. I, I'm not a big fan of him going against the Patriots. He'll probably be down a bunch. Um, either way, I don't think he's going to bust through that that, that uh, defensive line anyway. So I, I wouldn't worry about a McFadden all too much. Uh, I don't like uh, Latavius Murray. I hate to say it. I wish he would have gotten some carries last week. Because the guy is so much better than either uh, Jones he's not Drew. getting him last week. He, it's it's it, he's, he's not so. Really I mean, uh, the Raiders just have no clue what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Uh, J- James Jones. He's somebody to start looking at. Yeah, he's looking good. And, and he's got a. He's a guy that you could you could go in a week. You could pick him up. You could drop him. You could pick him up again. You could drop him again. Mm-hmm. Because that's what he does with the football exactly. once he catches it. That's pretty much, it's pretty much exactly what's going on with that. <laughs> you didn't even know yeah, I didn't know. I was, I was like, really? This that is, was this our favorite this, play no, on Sunday. No, no, I didn't know. get it until you started going. I, I didn't know where you were going with that, but now I got it. Yeah, that was Rod Strader, hurt. Yeah. Um, probably not going to be in this week because they just promoted a guy. So um, Andre Holmes is going to get a little bit of play. In there, and, and that's a guy who, who I really like as, as a sleeper potential guy. Andre Holmes has had a lot of potential. It's just one of these things. Now that you get a chance, this is what we'll see. What do you do with your opportunity? Yeah, exactly. And and I think again, the the best part is for a James Jones. Know that you got a guy now in Derek Carr who the first game did not try to throw the ball downfield at all. Everything was short. Everything was underneath. Now he had James Jones, and he started to trust James Jones. James Jones went up, made a couple big plays for him. And now you bring in Andre Holmes as well. Although all these guys sound similar. Holmes James Jones, Jones had the funniest play of the week, by the way. Well, we have to, yeah, that's what he was referring to. Pick to. up and drop. Yeah, yeah, pick yeah, up yeah, and drop. Yeah. That's what he yeah. does once he catches the ball. Yeah. Yeah. He fumbles it. They fumbles it. I mean, when you got Moore, Daenerys Moore made some boneheaded drops in this game. He's slowly getting, not quickly, probably getting himself out of the league. 
But yeah. think about a guy with two, two, think three years ago. He's at towards had the so end much, of the so much of a trajectory. In the preseason, the guy was a gem. The end of the preseason, it looked like it was his time. You know he was going to be the guy, but again, done. Dropping, we see this so many times, like guys that were like awesome for one team, and then all of a sudden something happens. And remember Dante Stallworth. Remember how good he was uh, when he was on. Was it the, the, the no Browns? Oh, no, New Orleans. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. Then he went to New England. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was, then he, he ran over somebody. Yeah, right, right. Everybody, but but the, the, there's so many guys that's like they were awesome for one team or for a short period of time. But Moore, and then they but never Moore's all, always been on the raid on the radar. Right, right. But Not, I'm saying, but he's the kind of guy. He's the kind of guy that if could he could go have gotten to another team already, Two maybe points. he could have resurrected his career. By the time he gets to another team, he's going to be going there as their fourth receiver. Moore is a very similar story to Cordero Patterson. He was a Juco standout. Yep. Went to Tennessee. Had one awesome year. They drafted him pretty high. But Patterson's making a, a ton of his opportunity and obviously a sixth. Like talent. You got Denarius Moore. Like I said, looks like he's playing his way out of the league. I wouldn't expect him being around for too much longer. Let me flip it over good. to New England. It's not that good. Yeah. So, That's fine. the Raiders uh, cannot stop the run. Raiders can't stop much of anything. But especially the run. Especially the run. And we know one thing about New England. If they can run the ball, they will run the ball. And this is a, a week. So, Stephen Ridley, I think is, this is a good opportunity for you to get Stephen Ridley into your lineup if, uh, if you're looking at it. Shane Vereen as well. Again, but I also think that they're going to run the ball so enough that they're going to take a couple of these shots down the field. Uh, but who do you think? You look like you got an inkling in your eye. I do have an inkling in my Go eye. for it. I think this is um, New England's prime opportunity to get James White. God, I hope so. Um, I, I think Me too. Are, I have him, and I need him to, to show up. They have not activated him yet. This is going to be the week that they keep him active. And they're going to say, all right, let's get up a couple touchdowns, and let's start giving White the ball. And let's see what White can do. That's gonna fuck so many fans. It's like a dress rehearsal. It's game. unbelievable because Who everybody's gonna the first think, man out. Everybody's gonna think that Stevon Ridley is going to fucking kick Yo. ass for them again, like he did this week. Right. All right. And he's gonna get the first ten carries, twelve carries, and you know you're gonna get Vereen a few touches in there, and all of a sudden they're gonna be up by twenty one points, and it's gonna be the James White. So are they gonna the, if they activate James White? Are they then deactivating Brandon Bolden? Yeah. That's what I would think that they would do. He, I saw this one. His character carries last. He's, I mean, he's not doing anything. No, right. He's yeah, no. I mean, he's nothing special. He's, they know he's nothing special. He had like those but he's two years ago. Those couple flash games that he showed you, and people were thinking, "Oh." But and then two weeks later, Blunt was right, rolling right. over the league. He's more dependable, is what he is at this right. point. He knows what he's doing out there, and, and that's why they're all active to, as the third right. running back. Because if Ridley fumbles and Vereen ain't. I hate to say it, he's not a 20-carry guy. They want to have somebody active who can actually carry the ball and knows his assignments oh, not no only matter that. what. Marine's never had more than 10 carries in a game. Right. That's what I'm saying. But not only so, that, think about it this way, too. They, want had, they wanted to have Bolden active and not White. Well, no, no. Now is the chance well, no, to get White early you do back. that because, again, it's Bill Belichick. This is where I'm going with it. Two games in, am I going to activate a rookie, start a rookie, and have a potential situation where someone goes down and in the... Crucial second week of the season. While I'm not 100 percent confident in the guy, I got to put him out there in a key blocking situation. No, so that's why James White, like a guy like you know, a lot of people we, you talked about him, great ADP value late in the thing, and so people are probably, in every league. And so I, and a lot of people who drafted him are like, "What the hell's going on?" Know the coach, know why you drafted him. You didn't draft James White expecting to start him in week four. 
You drafted him so that you had him on your team and that when everyone goes after him in week five and six on the waiver wire, he's already on your team in every one of those leagues. Foreshadowing, yeah. baby. Foreshadowing. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what it is. It's a prime situation this week for it. What are the wide receivers going to do? It's going to be Edelman. He's going to get a bunch of underneath stuff. You're going to get a couple of Dobson. I'll tell you that right now. He's What's the story with Gronk? Uh, Gronk? It's not going to... He, he could, could kick ass this game, and he'll probably get a touchdown. But he's not going to have a ton of yards. They're just going to beat this team silly. Edel, Edelman. But great, but, but, and the great stat they kept showing during the game in the ticker. What, he's got like seven straight games with seven or more catches. Yeah. Bray, I mean, let's you just, could say goodbye to Amendola. Yeah. No, no, if you have Amendola in your team, you yeah. might just. Uh, I want to talk about Gronkowski. I really want to talk about Gronkowski here. Here's a guy that was targeted 11 times in the first week. Yeah. Only had four catches, did have a touchdown, 40 yards. His targets dropped to six last week. They didn't need it. I know they didn't need it. They, yes, took they were out. way up on Minnesota. Four catches, 32 yards. But what, the point being, where's the big play? Where's the Gronk that's moving across the middle and making a 20, 25, 30 yard touchdown? Especially when they don't need him again in this game. Right. Is that, is that worrisome listen, for Gronk owners? Well, it should I wouldn't be. Want, I wouldn't want him. I, I would, listen, he's the type of guy, listen, he, he scored a touchdown that first week because they needed him. This second week, they didn't need him. This third week, they're not going to need him again. That's the point. So I, I, I would not be confident in starting him this week. Could he score a touchdown for you? Yes. Well, he's always a throw the obviously, score. He's, a, he's obviously a touchdown a game type of guy, but I wouldn't be confident this week. Let's move on. Friggin' awesome game. First game of the uh, of the of the second half uh, late games. 49ers at the uh, Cardinals. We'll quickly talk about. Well, no. You know what? Since we're so far behind, I'm just gonna do the ultimate stall tactic. Kaepernick in the post game, I, I I saw what I saw. I still think I made the right reads. I just didn't make the good throw. Really, you think you made the right reads? I have lost faith in, as him as a uh, as a quarterback. I see the overthrows. I see the inaccuracies. He ran the ball a lot, and they're letting him run the ball a lot because again, Jim Harbaugh has got his ticket punched to Michigan after this season is over. You think so? Oh yes, he's, you think he's, he's going, Michigan bound. Yeah, there's like the whole thing about how you know him and Balky don't get along, and now there's the whole thing about how him and uh, you know whoever the, the ads, but uh, him and the guys in, in Michigan are getting along famously, and he's ready. He's he's. You saw how upset how he treated the media in the in the post game uh, press conference after that game. It's there's not. He could be at Michigan for twenty years, right? But he jumps ship everywhere he goes. So he'll be there for, for seven years and then he'll go somewhere else. I'm going to say it right now. Um, I think the 49ers get their asses kicked in this one. I like it. All right. Um, I think Frank Gore and Carlos Hyde get their asses kicked in the run game. I think Arizona, regardless of the docket loss. You know what? 
their the, run game. The Larry Foot edition, insane, is amazing. Amazing. Took that defense and said, "No, we're not dropping a goddamn inch. We're staying right here. If yeah. not going up, yeah, stop the foot on it and step it out. You can't run. I love the Larry Foot. You kind of had a little, little bit of Ray Lewis in there. You just stop. You're like you're like that new that new uh, statue they put out in front. You cannot run on that fucking team. No, if you try to run on them, they say stupid, worthless, no good, goddamn freeloading son of a bitch." Retarded, big mouth, know-it-all, asshole, jerk. You forgot ugly, lazy, and disrespectful. Shut up, bitch! That's what they say to anyone that tries to run on them. That's fucking right. I, I like it. What happens with Crabtree? Crabtree gets with... shut down by Patterson. What yep. happens and with Bowling? And that's the problem. Bowling catches some passes. Yeah, and, uh, and it's too playing. bad that Vernon is not going to be there. He, they saying it's not. It doesn't look too bad. It doesn't look. Good. It may not look that bad, but this is not They're the game you want out. to bring him back okay. against. But but the problem is, is that this is the game you, you really kind of do. Arizona sucks at the against That's the tight the thing, end. Is that you could use anybody? And That's do it. true. So Vance McDonald, who is also somewhat injured. Yeah, and, That's and a also problem. somewhat bad. Well, yeah, let's talk about the Cardinals. What's going on there? Ellison Palmer is the biggest question here. Yeah, I don't think Palmer's playing. Which means that Michael Floyd is not really an option for you. Agreed. I don't have Floyd, but watching the, watching that Cardinals game with the Dean, he's like, oh, I kept going to Fitzgerald. It kept was, going to Fitzgerald. He's like, this Stanton guy just doesn't like Floyd. Which, no, no, he was stuck on Fitzgerald. Yeah. Isn't it one of those Period. things? You, and, and if you were a Fitzgerald owner, you said the exact same thing in week one. What the hell is with all the passes to Michael Floyd? Where yeah. the hell is Larry Fitzgerald? That's true. So... Until Palmer comes back, I'm a Michael Floyd owner in two leagues. I'm biting the bullet. Me too. I may have to start him in one just because of I start ten players and I he'll just because be, you didn't he'll become the well. flex. He'll be going from my number one to my flex, and I have to start. <laughs> I'll start three other receivers ahead of him. Yeah. Wow, I wish I could do the same thing, but I, I Floyd is one of my guys. You got I, six of the top sixteen running backs, though. You need a uh, you need a wide receiver. I could use a running back. We'll yeah, talk later. We'll talk later for sure. <laughs> so, what about the running attack for both these games? For both these, so we know that you said you don't like it really much for Gore. What yeah, about we Ellington? don't need to talk about the Niners much more. What about um, I, I got to tell you, I'm not a. I don't like it all that much for Ellington either. I, I mean, yeah, I don't I mean, either. I mean, uh, Sam Fran can't stop that fucking run. Still, I don't care how beat up they are either. There are some of these teams. You look at these players that went down, and it, you all of a sudden you notice in the first two weeks. Wait a second. Maybe it wasn't so much the player. It was the scheme. Yeah. These fucking defensive coordinators know what the fuck they're doing. Don't disregard what these coaches actually know. All right? These guys know what they're doing. They get doing. paid to do this, right? Yeah. I mean, listen. You're a coach I, at the highest level. Listen, the highest I, I, I got to admit that there are certain defensive players that are dominant. Certain offensive players that are dominant that you cannot replace. But if, they, if they're in a position where you can replace them, they will be replaced. And the... Offense or defense won't miss a fucking beat. Same thing with Arizona's defense. Uh, San Fran's defense, they're both doing just fine. Love it. All right, let's move on. Uh, 425, Broncos at Seahawks. Rematch, rematch of the Super Bowl. That's only happened four times the following season in the history of the league, I, I read this week, that you've ever been able to see in a regular season game a rematch of the really? Super Bowl. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Four times. It's fucking weird. What was that ruckus? Uh, what ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? 
The ruckus was Peyton Manning getting blown out in the Super Bowl, and now he's going to hear a lot of retaliation. Rumors. Retaliation, but in Seattle. Ah, that's troublesome. Tell me about this. This is a great game, obviously. Let's and try, Seattle let's coming out of a loss, by the way. Let's try and cover this one in about seven minutes, and I, I think we'll be all right to close the show out. You guys do your thing. What's going to happen in fantasy football right. in this so, rematch of Super Bowl? Okay, so in the Super Bowl, Lynch was targeted by Denver. They were not going to let Lynch beat him. He only had 15 carries for 39 yards, did have a touchdown. I think that they... Since they've added to their defense, since they put DeMarcus Ware on that defensive line, since they've added Akeem Tlaib to the back end, that they are not going to sell out to stop Marshawn Lynch. That they are going to pretty much try to pressure Russell Wilson and force Russell Wilson to, to, to have to make plays, but they're expecting Vaughn Miller, they're expecting their, their linebackers, they're expecting their defensive front to contain the running game without having to add to it. I think that they will still, I don't want to say sell out to stop Marshawn Lynch, but I think that that will be their main goal, is to stop Marshawn Lynch. I think they will make Russell Wilson beat them because their back end is better now. And they can withstand anything that Russell Wilson wants to do. A kid to leave alone will take care of whatever they need to take care of. If that needs to be taken care of well, uh, with a Percy That's Harvin. what it's going to be. So look, because we saw Percy, he, he didn't do it on a catch, and he was out of bounds. Yeah. But he got a touchdown. Yeah. I loved it. I have him in five or six. It was it was BS. They say they review all of them. I don't know what they were doing, but they let that one go through. They so. did that one, let that one go through, and that was... We were going nuts. We were both like, he's not done! And then, the and, then, and then two the seconds kick, later... The kick happened, we're like, they can't go back! And two seconds I mean, later, so Aaron Foster scored a touchdown. Oops, uh, no, he didn't. Yeah. That was like... You know, I, call, I knew that. I was like, his knee is down. So, I am glad that they <laughs> didn't review it, um, simply because it didn't care. I didn't care. So here's I don't my, care anything about that fucking team, to I, be honest. I, Seattle is not going to be the same team that they were last year, no. which is going down within four weeks. And, and I'm going to tell you what. Period. They're going to be Sorry, forced Seattle's to... Man. back is already hurting him. He is not the same back that he was last year. He is not going to have the same influence. You saw him on the sideline side in this game. He's well, just like sitting there. part of that really, was also because it was 107 engaged, degrees. looking around. Just, it was 107 true. degrees, and you, you know, guys were you know, cramping There's attitude, getting winded. And There's attitude. You're, you're getting paid a crap load of money to play a game. They were not. They thought they were going to roll over in San Diego, and San Diego gave them everything they were worth. All right. You know they're getting ready for, for, for Denver. Yeah. Fine, they're getting ready for Denver, but it doesn't mean that Lynch is going to be any less gimpy. No, no, I agree. I agree. He's still going to be hurting a little bit. I'm Listen, telling you right now. You know that I, I know. saw him in week one. Every time he got up from a big hit in week one, he was looking bad. He was my He's hooker. Gonna, I know. He was my He's hooker your... at the Vatican bust. <coughs> standing out like a hooker at the Vatican. Well, what's going on with, what's going on with, uh, with uh, Christy Michael? He's okay. back. But it's Turbin who's getting... So he's okay. looks good. By the way, I don't know if you guys knew this, and this is a little bit freaked out. Who's the biggest back of the three backs? Lynch, Turbin, and Michael. Height? I, biggest. No, I think it's, it's weight. It's Michael. And Isn't height. It Michael. I would. I would say. I would. I know the answer. The, the answer is obviously the answer's it's Turbin. Turbin. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Turbin he, is the biggest of those three backs. That's crazy. That'll freak you out. You, you thought he was the scat back one of them. He's not. He's bigger than both of them. Wow, that's crazy. Both taller and heavier. 
Let's go. Let's talk about some of those other guys. Let's talk about Denver. So you know, obviously, I, I think if you own Peyton Manning, you still are going to probably start him in this game. No I, question. But at the same time, you're going to go into it knowing that you're not going to get the performance that you want to get. The the blueprints there. Follow what San Diego did. You need to short quick. short, quick passing game. Keep them on their heels. Keep them running, crossing patterns. Keep their defenders chasing your guys, even if it's only gaining you four or five yards at a time. Just get those first downs. You take those long drives, and if you're able to do that, keep. This is not an offense that is built for power for 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 uh, you know quick scoring yet in Seattle. We like the potential of what they show. But they're built by their defense stopping them and them being able to just wear out other defenses because they're on the field. If Peyton can just, and Peyton can do it, go to the same book that San Diego ran. Don't take the big shots, maybe one or so here, but just take what they give you and move the ball, control the clock. Over under for Wes Welker the rest of the year. How many games? Six. If he starts, if he starts this game. Is he six and a half? Is he supposed to start? Uh, he's going to be reinstated, and yes, he's going to start this next game. Oh, thank God. I am going over under one half. That's it, huh? One half of a game. You think he's I think done? See, I think Seattle knocks him out in the first game. Well, this is the wrong game for him to come back. In the yeah, game. I wouldn't mind him sitting him a little more. He's going to run into Cam Chancellor, and his, and his career is over. It would be over before it started again. Cam Chancellor. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm worried. I hope it doesn't happen. I love that guy. We love Monty Fox. Ball. Yeah. Monty Ball this game, what do you think? I don't like it because, again, Seattle is just going to shut you down. He's not been effective enough in the passing game because I think that's where he would have more of a chance in this game. Um, you know, look what we saw. Look what they were doing to Donald Brown, even though San Diego won when Ryan Matthews went down. I saw enough Donald Brown taking a sweep and getting tackled three yards behind the line of scrimmage to know that I like Monte, but this is not the game for Monte. I, but, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. No, no, I mean, Seattle gave up like the, the running backs caught like 80 passes out of the backfield last year, but only gained like 420 yards. Yeah. You're talking like five yards every time, which pretty much means like one guy did it for like 20 yards. And the other five guys were negative yards. Or every guy that catches <laughs> the much. ball is basically tackled within two, two, two yards after he exactly. catches the ball. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I don't like a Monty Ball. I think in this yeah. game, you're playing your horse. You're playing your Demarius. You're playing your your uh, Peyton. You're playing, if you've got it, I guess you're definitely playing your Wilson. You're playing your Harvin. You're, you're probably playing, playing your, a Monte You're Ball playing team. your studs. You're playing. But know what's going on. Improved defense by Denver. And, and, and still a great defense you've got with Seattle. This is not going to be either fantasy football offense's twilight hour. This is a tough week for both. Now, that doesn't mean it couldn't be still a shootout. Right. But it's hard to pinpoint where the, where where all those points go. So if you own one of these guys and you understand that, then that means, as D Rex and I always love, for sure this week, if you're trying to get higher points, you know you need to score points in your league. Don't go for that last extra wide receiver or flex or whatever with some consistent guy. Go for the guy that can potentially get you the 70, 80 yard touchdown catch and blow up for you. Take a shot. I'm going to take a shot at Val Verde on the news feed. You know who's, you know who's going to do something this game? It's going to freak you out. Virgil Green. Virgil Green, tight end for Denver. You watch. That's one of Seattle's sore spots is tight ends being able to guard him. 
They'll pay attention to Julius Thomas, and you watch, it'll be Virgil Green who does something. Go, Virgil Green. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, no, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next game. Yes, sir. The last game of the second um, batch is going to be the Chiefs are going to be at the Dolphins. Hmm. Hmm. This one should take two minutes. Go. It's all you, dog, Maddox. Jamal Charles, out. Nile Davis, in. Good. Very good. Uh, Miami, not <laughs> uh, Miami, not very Dude, good. Your emperor from Star Wars. <laughs> good. Very not good. from a Jedi. Do I see the power of my heart? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I do like a Nile Davis. The listen, the guy looks electric, and we've always known that he's been electric. Um, this Miami defense against the run, not very good. Against the pass, very good. Doesn't matter against the Chiefs. The Chiefs don't pass the ball anyway. Um, they could maybe pass to Kelsey a little bit. Kelsey, I could see getting a few catches, getting some decent yards, maybe even a touchdown. But uh, a Nile Davis, I think, is going to be the main source here for uh, the Chiefs. When it comes to Miami, I like what uh, Mike Wallace is doing. They are moving him all around the place. He's catching a touchdown every game so far. All right? It's because they're making him dynamic, which is what he is. And I love that they're doing that. That's what I've been, ta- the we double have been moves. talking about. Yeah, we've been talking about it. We've been crazy. talking about it all fucking summer, all spring, ever since they got Lazor there to, to run that offense. Ever since uh, him the schedule and, came out, yeah, the and schedule they're, they're came playing. out. Holy cow! Uh, the Chiefs are uh, listen. They don't have Brandon Flowers anymore. All right, they, they, they don't have Jared Johnson more. either. No, uh, it's going to be a happy time. The double moves, and I've been watching a bit of the uh, the Dolphins. The double moves that Wallace is able to put yeah. because he's got that I can stretch this thing. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. It is like it pretty much has a guy about twelve yards off, and he's like, ah, fuck, he stopped. I had you know because they're overcompensating, and then all of a sudden he's sitting there, twelve button hook, boom, what up? That's and why it, he could beautiful. become a ninety catch guy before the season's done. Fucking Ludley, he's he's on fire. We call it, I mean, about it. We call it. Let's be honest. The questions we get, the teams we're seeing, and people are asking. You guys listened. You Thank took God. the value. You knew that Wallace was going to be the shit. You took that value pick. He slipped in all these drafts. Yeah, Even absolutely. when I was taking him after slipping in drafts, people were like, "You took Wallace." Oh my god, worst pick. It was like the sixth round. Yeah, literally, I'm looking at people like, you are an idiot. And and you will be saying the exact opposite. I said it was the best pick of the fucking draft. So, but so that happened in everyone I was in. I wanted it so bad. Enjoy him. Everybody everybody felt was letting him go. It it was crazy. And and, 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 like, okay, I'll talk to you in week seven. The Chiefs are. Two weeks in, he good. The Chiefs are 28th against wide receivers in fantasy. So Pretty far. much. It's going to be a happy time. They will stop Lamar Miller, but they are not going to stop Ryan Tannehill and, and Mike Wallace. Yeah. Agreed. And this is this is my league where I have no quarterback, and I'm bidding all up on, on Kirk Cousins, but I'm going to start Ryan Tannehill this week anyway. Do it. Interesting. It's a good, I think that's okay. a good week to do it. I mean, I think I suspect because against Dallas. the Dolphins lost. It's close. I, think I have to get him first, and I have to decide. Yeah. So, but it's, it's interesting. Interesting. Even against Dallas. I mean, is there anything else to talk about here? Well, oh, no. Kirk what Cousins thing is going I against Philly. Oh, that Philly. Oh, no, you're right. See, Philly. see, so that's why I'm, that's yeah, why I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. Like, One thing worth mentioning, I think you guys talked about it earlier, like that sustainable drive. I'm pretty sure it was this game. That's I might man. botch it. Hold on. I might botch it. 
But I think there was an Alex Smith, like, 19-play, like, eight, nine-minute drive that happened, and they couldn't punch it in. They were from the 13-yard line, and the kicker, was it Suckup? No, the, the now it's Cust... Uh, cust- yeah, yeah, Cust... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Kenzaro. They, they came in and had this nice long drive. It was like so many plays. like, And the guy missed George it. Like, oh. He missed it from like 15 yards. George Costanza George Costanza. kick. All right, let's move on to the next one. Good times to be had in that game. Who knows? All right, we got Sunday Night Football in America. Steelers at Panthers. What happens here? And if we can, if we can have this game in the next game in about ten minutes, we did okay. All right, Le'Veon Bell, the volume will give up. him the points. That's it. We caught up. <laughs> uh, Le'Veon Bell, the volume will give him the points. That's it. Because Carolina is awesome. Oh, they to run. Do you like him? Can I ask a question? Sorry. Hold on. Now that I know we have a little bit of time, I've got a, I've got an offer on the table, and I hope this player is not listening. Uh, this this owner is not listening, but. Russell Wilson straight up for Le'Veon Bell. Russell Wilson is basically... You're giving up who? Wilson. And getting Bell. Who's your other quarterback? I've got in that league Luck and Tannehill. Oh, you're fine. So who are your run- who's your running backs? In that league uh, is Arian Peterson. Took He was my first pick. So then, I, you know what? It's You're doing it as a protection for Adrian Peterson being do suspended. It, you have to do it. You have to well, do it. Who are your other running backs? Any... I think I've got Adrian Peterson remember. and Arian Foster. Then you better get you better get Bell. I would get Bell. And he's going to get suspended for two games potentially anyway. For that's my thing. I, I know. Gotta, yeah, is he getting suspended? And I don't need Wilson. I don't think Wilson will ever start on my team. But I'd you need start a running back. Tannehill you need a viable. You have Tannehill. You need a who? strong. He's got but Andrew Luck. 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 Oh Jesus. He's fine. Do it now. You have a viable. So you, you like need, you like Bell. You need because I love Wilson. Bell? I no, love I'm Wilson. Bell. No, but I know, but I love Wilson. You are not going to find saying, another running back that's going to give you Bell's yeah, Bell. potential. I agree. You know, so you I want to do it, but I'm like, is Bell going to get fucking five game suspension? It should like, not that's, be that. That's well, what's theory. the new policy? They just came out with it. So it's they raise the level. It's, it's all more stuff on HGH and all these other things. The pot stuff has gone down. So their thing should be two at Wait, most, I think. We did that. Still just so you guys defense. know, the pyromaniac, we came down less hard on each other on the pot. Before our podcast about two seasons ago, and everything has been so much better. So I see, I see things in the NFL by dropping those uh, requirements down. Right? Yeah, it's I was suspended for two weeks, <laughs> and you guys remember those two weeks I wasn't there. <laughs> we gave the excuse, yeah, he's sick, he's you know, sick, like, he's sick. you know, but that, you know, that's coach speak, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, had pa- you had passed the previous 82 tests, but that one, we got you. I know. That's fucking <laughs> bullshit. These fucking little nano Son? Yeah, Dad? How's your day, pal? Great, Dad. How's yours? Super. Say, son, how'd you like to go fishing this weekend? Great, Dad. But I've got homework to do. That's all right, son. You can do it on the boat. Gee. Dear, isn't our son swell? Yes, dear. Isn't life swell? Dog Manica yeah. loves this movie. I am going to tell you. It might be a top five scene by Dog Manica movie. He knows this thing like the back of his hand. Awesome stuff. If you, if you go back and listen closely, 
to the audio and you crank it up real high and you got good speakers. You can see kissing, but here kissing my You dog. can hear Dogmatica underneath basically saying the entire scene word for word. <laughs> well done. I'm impressed. That would be a shame, but I'm impressed. I'm impressed. John Hughes, baby. All right. So what's happening? Um, you do do your thing for a little bit on the Steelers and what, and, and what you feel. And well, then, let me, let me, or, okay, I just want to jump in. So Antonio Brown, and he, he was hurt. <laughs> he came back. Yeah. And he had a great game still. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I only got two points out of him. Then I like, I went back. Wait a minute, you got six points? Oh wait, he came back in. They're like, oh, he was out for a quarter and a half. Finished with 90 yards on seven catches. He's the real deal. He's getting all the main targets. I don't care how good you know. They're gonna, this this March Carolina season. defense is going to be shutting down the run. Antonio, they find ways, and Ben finds ways to target the hell out of them. He's going to see a ton of them again. I also like Marcus Wheaton because again, I agree that that. You can't run against Carolina. It just that front seven is ridiculous. Luke Keekley is in every running lane. He does not let you run. So you're going to need to get to the next level passing, and you're going to need to go further downfield to get over those tight, those linebackers. That's why I like uh, we, uh, uh, Antonio Brown and Marcus Wheaton. I'm not a big Heath Miller fan in this one. I think that he's going to get shut down. Dog, you can take your shot at Pittsburgh. Uh, the, the, the one thing is about this game is that. Carolina gives up a lot of passes. Uh, and will give up a lot of passes to uh, Le'Veon Bell on yeah. the backfield. And that's fine. Um, they'll also give up some passes to a Heath Miller. And Heath Miller will get some shit done in, in this game. He didn't have the greatest game last game. Uh, I expect a little bit more of him out of uh, I'm getting an interdivision game against Baltimore. But don't you, I, I'm getting concerned with him that age is finally catching up. I don't think so. I don't think so because he got a lot of targets and he caught a lot of balls that first game. So I mean, last game I think it was a little bit of an anomaly. I think he's going to catch a lot of balls this game. Okay, I think that's there's the way that, that there's that work. friendship, there's that camaraderie. There is. I know, but it's, it's that it makes is. it a it's, little different. It's the Romo like like win thing. Yeah, it's kind of like, like, like Antonio right, Gates has a bad Rivers game. Rivers, I get it. I get it. I know. I get this whole thing, but I think the bigger friendship is Antonio Brown. It is. Oh yeah. Oh, no question. So now I want to go to the to the other side of the, of the of the ball, and let's look at Carolina. Cam Newton, I was surprised that, that you're going to stick him back in the first game. You're going to stick him back in is against Indomitian Sue and the potential for him to step on your ribs, but they did, and he survived. He uh, stopped, or and they won. Yes, or he stopped on your ankle. Pretty good. He did really did. Yes, he did. A lot. Calvin Benjamin. Calvin Benjamin is surprising. I did not realize that this guy was as much of a baller as he is. Yes, he is. Their best. It seems like they're best friends. Him and him and Cam. They are best. They're, they're, like, they're getting. They are homies off the court. On uh, not off the court. Off the court. <laughs> off the court. Off the court. Off, off the field. <laughs> on the field, they're homies, and you know, there's not that separation. There's not that speed. But this is a guy that knows how to use his body. And let's be honest, he's probably the best. He's the highly highest touted. A wide receiver he's had that wasn't over the hill a little bit like Smith was that it, 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 he's just going to keep gunning it into him. He will, but at the same locked, time, there's also another in. guy that he's also locked in on. My guy, Greg Olson. And yeah. I know this is one of these ones that we're going to go back at the end with our rankings that we Your came guy up is as a Jason Avant, dude. No, he's not. No, 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 no. The great no, wide receiver. By the way, one of the greatest catches of the week. I know. Was yeah, by was Jason Avant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But. Greg Olson is going to be one of these ones that we look back at as a whole and go, we should have listened a little more to what I was saying on this one at the end. Why? He's Where are we ranking? We didn't have him low. Yeah, he did we not. We had him like seventh. 
Yeah, I think we ended up with him. We initially seven. had him fourth. When we were, he ain't gonna be fourth in the. I, I, I tell you right uh, now. You wait and see. He's already gotten 19 <laughs> targets in two weeks. He's got 14 catches for 155 yards nice. and a touchdown. Uh, he gets the targets. He's over 70 yards each week. Uh, it's just this week again. Nice. You, you look at what what Pittsburgh has on defense, and their defense is not the the Pittsburgh defense that we are used to seeing. Look for Olson. I'm calling it. His first 100-yard game with a touchdown this week. Like it. Like it. What else is going on? D'Angelo's back. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, the running game. That running game is pathetic. Jonathan Stewart actually looked pretty fucking good. Did he? He did. He had a hard fucking run. He had a hard catch and run. How <laughs> much do- dog's record of the word the F word for sure on this You show. are in the F and S. You are you are you are on fire today. What's wrong with fuck? <laughs> it's great if you're actually doing it. If you're talking about it. Now you're saying he had a good last game. He had a touchdown. He had a catch for for 22 yards. Yeah, I saw a couple nice plays. He had 15 plays. carries for 37 yards. I he saw had a couple Matt nice plays. Asiata numbers. I did see a couple. That's more a great Asiata game. A catch for 22 yards and a touchdown, and 13 carries, 36, 15, and 40, 37. Right when that Asiata thing happened, I was like, uh, I told Tough someone defense, right? defense. I don't care. Stewart's been in the league long enough. You know what you're getting. Should not be starting for you. No, obviously not. Okay. No, no. All right, Any, let's go who, what, no, is there anything else to talk about in this game? We'll go on to I the Bears Monday I night. I don't think there's anyone no. else there. All right. Bears, no, I do Monday have night. concern for Cam Newton. He's going to take a hard hit. Oh, he, he, yeah. He takes one more hard hit. Those ribs are fucked up again. I don't think it's this week, though. I think uh, Steelers. No, it's just, not going to be this week. Unless, unless, it's unless, come. unless, I'll call it the one way it will happen. And he will be done for the year if it happens. He tries to make a big run. And, and he's Palomalo. not looking. And Palomalo comes goes. out of nowhere. Because he is a ghost. Uh, uh, da, that guy Palomalo. is a fucking uh, ghost. Uh, uh, you never see that guy coming. And all of a sudden he hits you like a mother. <laughs> you Mothers afraid, hit me a lot. I did right? not you say it. You were afraid of You went mother. I like it. Let's bust this mother out. A mother trucker. Let's bust. No, not even a trucker. I'm not even going to use. All right, let's right. go to the game that going. I'm not going to remember because I'm going to be so drunk by the time I get there. Yeah, Houdini will be in New York at what they used to call the Meadowlands, and we call them now what is it? MetLife Stadium. MetLife. Yeah. MetLife. That's right. Oh, Snoopy, um, you are going to be really, really wasted. I can tell. I want to. I'm looking for. You better start take some cool pictures. And do some cool stuff and give me some ammo while you're I'll out there. I'll do it the best I can. No, you got it. You got to send me a text and remind me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, these are, this is the crew we've got. Like, yeah, will you do that? Uh, will you remind me? Okay, great. Let me, do a, let me put a reminder to remind me to remind you. I'll do that. <laughs> no, Look for sweet. me on TV because I'm going to be with a Jet fan. So we might get one of those friendly pictures of two two guys next to each other. You know, hey, bear fan. It's Jeff like it's like when you're at other. the Bulls game and you got a kiss. You got a kiss. Yeah, the kiss cam. Yeah, I don't even do that too. <laughs> uppercut him. Go for the now kiss. They do that. Go for the kiss and then look look at the camera and then give him an uppercut. Now that's the one thing that they do that's actually okay at the bear games is the bear hug cam. Yeah, that that is nice. Well, going week one, I had a guy next to me had a. Uh, had a Mexican wrestler hat that was a, a Bears Mexican wrestler hat. Oh, you had a Luchadora hat. Yeah, yeah, it was, ah, it was yes. sick. It was sick. So, Houdini, talk about this game. What are you expecting fantasy-wise? I mean, I think the only thing we will say in, in hindsight is 
Brandon Marshall injured, looked like crap the first half, dropping passes. He must have just gone into that locker room at half and just been like, you know what? I'm taking shit over. Gone and said, Jay, get me the friggin' ball. Because whatever they did against the Niners in that second half, Brandon three TDs, making sick catches, just looking like basically either he sold his soul to the devil at half or he's just pretty much better than everyone else. How about this first stat for the Bears? The Bears were down by 17 points in the fourth quarter. I think now their record was, after trailing by that much, is 3 and 141. <laughs> really? I'm a little bit nervous about his next drug test. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, he got one. Yeah. I'm, sure right I'm sure he got one that game. If kicker, if punchers are getting drug tests because they make great tackles Dude, if on their punt returns, if that guy they got drug, drug tested him. after the game and the results are coming in the next couple days. You guys might want to watch out for the news. I agree. So, but now here's the thing too: when you look <laughs> at it right now, here's the you amazing don't do thing. That. Yeah, no. on that type of ankle. Man. No, you're, you're right. The Bears, when the Bears faced the 49ers, San Francisco took a different approach to attacking the Bears. They tried to throw on them. They were going Kaepernick running, and they were trying to throw the ball a lot early. They did break a big run with Frank Gore that got called back for a holding that I'm yep. really not so sure was a holding. No, nope, it wasn't. It wasn't. And the Anquan Bolden? Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. not a holding. So, you look at this and you say... On the outside looking in, how did New York almost beat Green Bay? They ran the ball 37 times and only threw the ball 32 times. Marty Morningweg, right? Time Mr. Timeout Morning Morning Morningweg, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, oh, but I got to trust Gino. But they ran the ball. If they want to beat that's the Bears, that's the same story of success for them. They need to be focused on the run because while the Bears did a good job shutting down the run of, of the 49ers, except for that Gore run... A big part of that was Jay Ratliff in the middle. And Jeremiah Ratliff had suffered a concussion in that yep. game. Uh, the Bears also lost Charles Peanut Tillman. They also lost Chris Conte, who may not be back. They lost like five guys on their defense. So the Bears are going into this game where they are starting a lot of rookies or second-year players or third-year players all over their defense now. This was one of the oldest defenses in the league. Which So all the backups, this is unproven, untested. And as I said uh, when, uh, to my buddy when I'm watching the Bear game, when they were down in the fourth quarter, the only way the Bears come back and win this game is if guys who have not proven that they're good at football all of a sudden get good at football. And they did in that one game. They did. Now, one game. we're going to find out on this Monday night. Now, again, Mark Tressman, I think, is 5-1 and one in primetime games he in is. his two years. Or 6-0, actually. I don't think he's lost a primetime game. It's, it's one... One or the other? No, it was the, well, the one primetime game I think was Green Bay last year. Was that, the no, last game of the year. No, it wasn't a primetime. It was, I think that, it that was, was just an afternoon game. game. It wasn't, well, that was it wasn't, it wasn't a primetime right. game. So I think he's. But you like his chances on he game knows how to. He knows how to, for whatever, whatever he does. And we've also, and what you can understand too, by seeing the second half of this last game against San Francisco, he knows how to make adjustments. We are from the Lovey Smith Bear fans yeah. and the Dave Wonstadt oh Bear Mr. fans Personnel. before that and the Dick, Dick Jerron Bear fans before that. All defensive guys that never knew how to make an offensive adjustment to attack a team. You know that you have that here. You also have Rex Ryan, who is phenomenal at creating his own game plans and also making halftime adjustments. Question I got for you guys is Alshon playing? He's good to go. Is he going to be better? They're both going to play. They're both playing. Is, is, Al, is Alshon going to be this year's uh, Ronnie White? Bolden, no, Ronnie, or Ronnie, Ronnie White, 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 where he's White. just playing through an injury the whole time, and all owners that are playing him are. He fun. gutted it out for sure last week, for sure. Yeah, 
He was at 60% at best. The benefit is, and they, they did this with Indianapolis. We went from a Sunday night to a Monday night game. The Bears are on the same trajectory as that this week. That extra day is huge, huge for hamstrings or any type of muscle pulls or things like that. So, I like Alex. If he played in that game, they'll give him the extra extra rest throughout the week to make sure that he's ready to at least be on the field and be, be able to do something. And even if Jay's smart enough, you saw what he did on the, on the one sideline throw to him where the cover guy was two yards past him. He underthrew him on a, not on a, under, on a, on a lofting throw, line drive underthrow, got on the ball, and he gets out of bounds for 25 Jets yards. Jets defense, the, the, the secondary is abysmal. They depend on those front four throughout the whole game. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to depend on stopping Matt Forte. And that's what they're going to do. And, and that's they what will I tell you. stop Matt Forte. That's what I want to tell Dog, you put out your preliminary rankings uh, probably early tomorrow morning or at some point. We're going to have somewhere our... somewhere around 33, 34. Dog Manica's got Forte ranked at 33. Two, 32, I think. 32. I actually moved it down another spot. That's unheard does, of. Does Forte that, know? Does Barry Manilow know that you rate his wardrobe? <laughs> well, Forte, no, you took him down to 34. Well, he will tomorrow. Have you seen Forte's wardrobe? It's pretty mad. Have you seen his yards per carry average lately? He's going to need to get it done in the receiving game in this one. And I would not be surprised because, again, this is the Tressman offense. It's a guy who gets creative and knows whatever they're going to give me, I'm going to find a way. But you need to get the ball into his hands because he is the most healthy guy in that offense. And so... If that means eight to ten catches, then it's eight to ten catches. If it means you're gonna suffer through bad runs and be a Lovey Smith run your brick in the head in the wall, I don't think that's who he is. So yeah, I think I'd love to tell you. I think it's gonna be ten carries. I'd love to tell you that that's your saving grace for Matt Forte this week. No, no, I have a saving but grace. The, the, the no, New I do York have a Jets grace. gave up the fewest catches to running backs in the entire league last Hold year. Hold on a second, though. Hold on Just a second. So you know, did you see all the penalties he got thrown and guys that got ejected from last game? I'm waiting to see if people are suspended. Nah, I'm waiting to see Wilkerson. Are you sure? Okay, yeah. that's what definitely I'm saying. Definitely threw a haymaker. He threw a haymaker. You throw punches. You can get suspended again. Uh, if that happens. It was a slap, and he'll be back. Okay, well, that's. Budweiser's not Wednesday, happy about that. We slap, record this though. on Tuesday, and Wednesday's the day that all these things come out from the league office. So we don't true. know. If they lose one or two of these guys, because there was a big melee, there was a couple guys that. Deserve it to be kind That's of tough. Yeah. If they lose two guys on that defense, oh man, that opens different, it up a lot. Absolutely, my rankings will change. With okay, that. okay. You get real looks. Uh, oh, absolutely, they change with okay. that. Yeah. Let's talk quickly about Santonio Holmes and also uh, the Black Unicorn. Anything happen with those guys? And let's jump over Holmes to is going up against his old team. Yeah. Ah. 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 Don't care. <laughs> Doesn't you matter. You start this guy. You suck. <laughs> All right. Do not start Santana Holmes. Um, when, when it comes to other secondary guys, listen. Actually, let's go. What to about Jets. You, well, yeah, let's Eric go Decker is actually, I think, injured. Yeah. He's banged up. Uh, uh, he's got that hamstring injury. There's got some. There's some problems there. You uh, got David Nelson as a guy that could potentially. <laughs> put, hey, Charles Tillman is injured. For the Bears, oh, we gone. can't yeah. tell someone to start David Nelson. No, no I'm you not going to tell you to start David Nelson. But you start the run, I, I, call. I think you start Chris Ivory. No doubt, you he's the no doubter. Chris Johnson, I don't see it. You know, this is one of these things that, like, you know, didn't he have a good game this week? Twelve for twenty-one. Did he have TG or is that week? No, no, that was Ivory. Ivory had a great game. Ivory, I've stayed. Ivory, yeah. Ivory had a great. This is and the Bears. 
they're able to actually do okay. Need to watch uh, the you Jets know, a Fred more. Jackson was the guy that burned them. It wasn't C.J. Spiller, right? Yeah. So don't expect it to be Chris Johnson again this week. It's and again, Chris Johnson did it when he was on Tennessee because he was getting twenty three to twenty twenty two to twenty three carries a game. And they didn't and have twelve to thirteen. did not happen. Yeah, it's true. No, the Jets are starting to realize that. Listen, it, it's not a C.J. anything. No. The guy is not very good. He's not anymore at all. If you've watched him run. Because he always he tries goes, to break the big one. And what he can't do is he can never take first contact and run through it. No, not at all. He goes down immediately. He's yeah. like, all right, next play, please. It's like me running into one of these yeah. guys. I'm yeah. done. I'm sorry. It's true. If it's not an open, complete and open field, he doesn't give a shit. He's like, let's He's no Darren run. Sproles at, at 5'6", 175. Jesus. Running through defenders. Oh, my. Guys, I want to do. Uh, I think we're. I think we're good. If you got anything else to say on it, so be it. Uh, I think we did all right. We caught up, and at the end of that, I want to give you guys uh, a shout out. Awesome work. Week three got it sweeping in fantasy football. Should be another awesome week this week. Listeners, do us a favor. Go head over to iTunes. Get us a review. I want reviews on our on our on our non. Uh, explicit version and our PC version. There's both of them right now. We have a ton of like reviews and stuff on our on our on our uh, non uh, our PC version or non explicit, which is great. If you guys are listening to us and you come back and we you tell us all every week, we're getting so many emails as we talk about it so much about how much I'm an old fan. Been listening to you guys for three years. Listen to every show every week. Don't shorten them. Don't rush through these. If you are listening to that and you're that person and you've asked us questions or we've helped you out, probably anybody listening is all of the above and you haven't gone over to iTunes and given us a nice review for this podcast because we put the time in every week and we're giving you guys all the advantage to dominate the, you know, your, 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 your opponents and your competition, do us a favor. Take five, ten minutes, go over to iTunes, do a search for Fantasy Football Fire, Pyro Podcast, find us. See our piece, both for, you know, right two. One for the uh, explicit version and one for the PC version. Give us a review, man. These kind of things help our standing and getting rising in the ranks of the directory. And people read these things. So, do that for us. We love you. It's week three. And this was Let It Be in week three. I, I just want to say, you know, as, as a note for all of our fans, next week you're going to be down a voice. It's going to be like... I don't even count, right? I could disappear forever and it wouldn't make any difference. <laughs> I may as well not even exist at this school, remember? That's what it's going to be like next week. I don't exist next week. Because I won't be here. Let's party up. Going to be He's in going, New York. So I'll be in New York still. So actually, while you guys are recording the podcast... I bet after, you'll, be in, you'll be flying back, right? No, I fly back on Wednesday. Because what am I doing on what? Tuesday? I'm going to the, to the Jet game against the Bears on, on, Monday. Uh, on Monday. Monday. And while you guys are recording this, I'm going to be at New Yankee Stadium taking in a one of the last Derek Jeter games nice. ever. So there you go. And I'm going to check off... I'll give you I that. missed Old Yankee Stadium, but I'm going to check off New Yankee Stadium off my... Uh, I went to Old Yankee Stadium. I haven't been to New Yankee Stadium. Yeah. So we're going to get there early. I'm going to go that's, through the, that's the, uh, man. I mean, the this Hall is, of Fame thing, yeah, the yeah. Park and the whole well, thing. Well, my buddy there, said, yeah. to talk about football for a minute, my buddy at the Niners game, Schwabi, was at the... Yeah. Uh, the over, he, he was saying that the, the, 
the whole museum. The whole thing is incredible. The museum is just incredible. Stadium's incredible. They're in the shade side, which is actually the away the away people are or the away side is the 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 non away side is sunny as hell during those games. Can be like 105 degrees, but awesome. Have a good trip. You deserve it, man. To be honest, we've been working our bells off. Not there's been no off season. There's no such thing in what we're doing. And so Houdini, enjoy your trip. Knock out some friggin' uh, news feeds. That was our. That was the one thing. We'd go grab a coffee here and there and help get a little bit of work done. Remember I'll, I'll let brother, you know that I still exist. It. I'll but let you know it. I still yeah. exist. Make make us know you still exist, listeners. We love you. It's week three. Keep asking us questions. Second opinions is back up on the homepage. Like we said earlier, give us some time. Don't fret. Don't go crazy. It's a long season. Let's do this. And then we're going to close this one out. Again, it's the Dandy Warhols from the album Come Down. This has nothing to do with what's going on there, but we're going with a little Minnesota. Minnesota.
Mr. Bond. We accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. And you see us as you want to see us. In the simplest terms, with the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a brain and an athlete. And a basket case. A princess. And a criminal. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Breakfast Club. All right, all right. Week three. My Iron Man streak ends today. Let it be. Peace.